Player prop. Hey, hello everyone. Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to episode 45. Tonight we have Dustin, Gilly, and Jason, the Hammer. You probably know them if you follow motocross. They just got into paramotor, and this episode is absolutely amazing. Two and a half hours of nonstop fun. And here we go with no further ado. Leave it alone. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to Clear Prop TV. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have Brian Haybill Waller. He's going to host real quick as I post this link everywhere so you guys can watch it. Brian, take it away. How's it going, guys? I can't believe this is episode 45 already. It's about uh, wow, time to find. So, uh, got me, Brian Haybell Waller, and I got that nickname, uh, Kicking a Haybell. I think you all saw that video. You're the one that broke the ankle. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I've seen all the videos. Okay. I love it. I know who you are. Dude, when I go to fly-ins, every time I, I stay somewhere at a bell. oh, I saw your video. But anyway, that's my claim to fame, I guess. I made a Tucker Got Crash review. Um, tonight we have Linda Anderson with us, our cheerleader. And as normal, our tech guru, JP, too low. What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, always a pleasure. And you already heard from PPG Grandpa. He's putting up some links right now to go out on all his five dozen YouTube channels that he has. And uh, <laughs> But tonight we have a couple guests with us. We have Dustin Gilly and uh, Hammer, Mad Hammer, otherwise known as Jason. And uh, these guys just got suckered into the world of paramotors. And uh, so tell us about it. How did that happen? Tell us about yourself. Well, it was a pretty fun time up in Washington. We were up there uh, with Moto America. So I toured with Moto America. So it was Jason. Um, it's a pro road race motorcycle uh, setup. And it's here we are in the middle of nowhere, Washington. And next thing you know, it's about 7.30 in the morning. This dude's just sleeping away. Practice is like 8 o'clock. And uh, these paramotor guys come flying in. And it was kind of crazy. They I didn't even understand what it was at first. Like these three people just drop in on motors with this parachute. And they're flying around the racetrack. This one guy was literally dragging his feet, going around the whole deal, racing the racetrack. And finished the track he comes over he does the go-kart track and then he comes see the pit all low and slow like right under all the rvs and um i had my phone out i'm freaking out i'm googling like what this is how to do this by the time they were gone i couldn't see them i bashed this dude's door in one of my other dude uh chris the little guy like but i i couldn't wake everybody enough like uh, everyone up quick enough it was it was shocking to me what just happened and um even the tech guys were like oh, are you gonna do that i'm like i already signed up literally by the time they were gone i couldn't see them i found a school local to 
Buckeye, Arizona, where I was driving back to, and um, Epic Paramotor School, and I signed up right then and there. By the time they were gone, it was like, I, this is the fifth, the best fifteen hundred dollars I'm going to spend all year, and uh, take my money now. Um, and I suckered all my buddies into coming, and now all of a sudden, um, from Washington on, it was the longest two and a half months of my life of watching more YouTube videos than I've ever seen. I mean, here we had to drive from Washington back to Pittsburgh, uh, and then and then to Atlanta, and then to man, California. So, I mean, all I did was watch videos and drive my RV, so... I know everyone through videos. I mean, I, I recognize everyone's face and I've, I've studied and studied and studied. So I, I felt like this was my, my calling. I really did. We, we showed up to school, like having already read the, the Bible, um, having like purchased Mavericks, brand new Maverick <laughs> yeah. Airjets, and brand new Roadster on wings and never had done it. So we literally <laughs> bought all this equipment and showed up and did the school and learned. And uh, it's been really cool, man. Like, I, I can't even explain. Like, I, I'm scared of heights, so it's hard for me to even, like, explain the whole thing. Like, like fly up well, off the ground. I, I get it, man. It's, it's just naturally not like – I race motorcycles, but, like, doing this is, like, a serious fear. It's, like, uh, it's really hard to, like, mentally get myself to do it. And so it's funny. Like, Dustin's really, really – He's excelled way faster than I have because I'm just a weenie. Like I, I kind of took me a little bit longer to get comfortable and get everything sorted, but I'm doing good. I'm on like 15 or 16 flights now and I got maybe 10 hours or so, but it's cool, man. It's been- Wait till you see my new grill for my RV. So I, I, a year or two ago, we hit a deer in Iowa in this RV. So there's no grill. My headlights are a little duct taped in, but I mean, this thing, it's got 220,000 miles. Hold on, you gotta see the new grill for it. I'll grab it. Hold on, hang like this. He's gonna go grab the grill off the front of the RV and bring it in. <laughs> I, had a, I had a launch mishap and uh, I actually stalled my wing so bad that it went into the prop wash and then took me, it pretty much stopped me in midair. So I was taken off and then it stopped me like probably 20 feet off the ground and I just sunk to the ground and I saved it. But when I stumbled back on my feet, I spun the prop onto the dirt and broke my prop and so we're gonna uh, so so mad hammer check out our oh, new, okay i got you check out our new grill That's wow new grill. grill i got you oh. yeah, there's there's a story behind every broken prop i guarantee absolutely. you absolutely everybody has a wall of shame not wall of shame but it's uh learning experiences right exactly <laughs> you gotta sign it so, so no, it was yeah, it's the greatest thing I've on it. It was uh, it was quite the experience because I was actually on the mic trying to help him go up, and everything was great. He had like the perfect inflation. He was sending it, and next thing you know, he's full throttle and he's going up. And what does he do? He he takes his hands and he's holding the brakes, and he goes to go into the seat, and both his hands on the brakes are holding the seat, and he's wide open, Whoa! right into the dirt, and like turtles into the dirt, dude. And, Prop bows everywhere, and it was sand and prop, and it was pretty gnarly. I mean, and uh, I mean, it was lucky it was only like 10 feet. I mean, the dude, he uh, only broke a prop. The Maverick held up extremely well. I mean, holy uh, cow, I'm uh, stoked that I have one after watching him do what he did. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good times. Good times. Lucky to be out here with the school. They had an extra prop for them. So, um, you know, 20 minutes later, we're flying. It was no big deal. Amazing. So, so we've been talking a little bit before, um, before uh, today, and uh, some of the things that you said that you did before, uh, give us some of your, your background. I mean, you've done motocross, you've done all sorts of cool stuff. What are some of the cool things that you've done in the past? Wow. So, um, you're not allowed to touch the phone. I know, but you're on our camera. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus. Oh. It's like you guys are—it's like you guys in an earthquake or something over there. Sorry, it's our Jason. Jason got a little excited touching the phone over here, so it only changes when they talk. Oh, I got you. He thought it would, we—he thought I was touching the phone, changing the screen. So he noticed that. Oh, yeah. the little yellow box around people's images. Yeah, that's gotcha. that goes to whoever's talking. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Well, that's why I went to there. <laughs> so, so I guess I guess I'm pretty spoiled in the in the race community. I mean, um. When I started out in Vermont, I mean, I was a stunt rider while I was in the army. I was like a paratrooper in the army. And next thing you know, uh, uh, after after being with like Green Mountain Outlaws up in Vermont and stunt riding, I decided I need to go to Arizona where it's nice and warm. Came out here and I got spoiled with racing. I mean, I I, 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 I stunt riding at that time and uh, got the tour of the world. Went to Australia through Clear Channel Entertainment. They, paid my way to go out there with my dad and everything and I won a world title over there with a bunch of buddies um toured the whole golden coast and then uh came back did a whole bunch more stunt riding like when Evil Knievel was uh alive still he would uh come out and he would talk you know he's I'm the baddest there was ever was uh, there was a bleep there natural bleep um and uh so yeah he was he, it's pretty wicked. He come out and talk, and I come out on his bike and his gear, and I blow the place apart. I mean, uh, the bike still sits in Buddy Stubbs Harley Davidson to this day. You know, don't sit, don't touch, and um, yeah, I've been through three rear tires off that thing, and did like a commercial with it with Buddy, and I I very spoiled the ride. I mean, the ride for Evil Knievel in front of Evil Knievel, and him giving me like the props with his stuff was just like, I mean, hi, I I'm growing hair just talking about it. You know, it's something else so uh um got bored stunt riding i'm gonna say i hate to say it but i mean me bored doing something like that it's it, it, i felt like i wouldn't say bored but where else can i go from here right and uh so i started road racing um out here in arizona i i won like the nah like the southwest regional number one plate through ccs and then i became an indie motorsports member which is just rad this is a member's uh, members only community down in Wilcox, Arizona. It's a private, it's a private deal where you can uh, fly in. They have their own airstrip, uh, full two and a half or 2.8 mile racetrack. And I play there a lot. And now I get to go fly there too. So um, we have like a five acre paved burnout pad. That's technically my new LZ for for my PG, you know, <laughs> so it's going to be rad. We even have our own little mountain with a glass top uh, uh, enclosure with a lookout. And so you can sit on top of the mountain, watch everyone fly and just super enjoy it. It's, uh, it's, it's really rad. I, I, I can't say enough about it. And, and now I just get spoiled with, uh, with flying. I mean, I, I went from riding to flying and uh, with, with, <laughs> The last five months have been crazy. We've uh, 
I've been in 44, 45 states in the last five months. I mean, I've drove the whole country. I can't even tell you how many times in which ways. Um, I literally, I've, I've diagonal up, down, crossways, forward, backwards. I, I went through went through quite a few places a few times multiples it was it was it was i can't even believe i'm driving back through here again and again but um next year is gonna be wild especially with flying with to all the moto america places i mean it's uh <laughs> so i mean I, I i can talk i mean there's a little bit of background of like where i came from riding um i i if you know me in riding at all probably the biggest thing is i drag my head on on the ground 100 plus miles an hour, 10 degree bank corner. One of my famous ones is at Chuckwalla um, in the bowl, in my ghillie suit, on my camel bike. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty viral. I stupidly enjoy life more than I should. Um, I've dragged my head on a lot more places in a lot more racetracks on purpose, mind you. And I give those helmets away and um, it's fun. I mean, it really, it's, it's, it's I've tried all types of things. I've made all types of cool videos doing it. And now it's like, uh, you know, go out and drag your feet, go out and drag some, <laughs> drag some water, go out. And I've dragged the roof of my RV a few times. It's, uh, it's pretty rad. So where do we find you on YouTube? You can go right to my name, Dustin Apgar on YouTube. And uh, you can see me fly with my dog, my, my, my pair of Griffin Cassie, she's got six flights under her belt now. Um, she's 54 pounds. I mean, she's only had two misinflations. And that's when we first tried doing it with, with absolute zero, um, zero wind launch. It was, it was such a struggle. I was so beat after that. And then I had the sketchiest, one of the sketchiest launches I ever had. So, oh yeah, see, there you are right there. I got all types of, yeah. You can even see some stunt riding ones from Australia. I got, yeah, I hand feed foxes. Uh, you know, I, my dog rides motorcycles. She, uh, yeah, I love the YouTube. <laughs> That's awesome. So, <laughs> and drifting under the 18. Oh, here we go. All right. So this is one of my first inflation. Actually, we're at this field right now. I can look out the door right there to that. So, nice. Um, this is one of my first ones, and uh, this is, I believe, Noah or Nick. Yeah, this would be Noah because I see Nick standing there. Um, is that a Roadster? Yeah. Roadster that's two, three, three. Yep, that's Roadster three, and I'm on a. That's the Maverick with a. I believe that's the Adam eighty. Nice. First launches, so that would be with the Monster one eighty five because that was one of my first launches. So. I think that was launch number two. You did good, man. Good form. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, I started. Uh, let me see. If that was launch number two, that would have been day. So day three or four. no, no, because that that would have been launch two. So I did that on day one, but then on day two, literally, I'm flying with. No, day three, I was flying with the instructors. So my first XC with my instructors on day three, they. Uh, they ran out of gas, just cleared the tree line, just cleared the power line over the water and hit the road on the other side, this little dirt reel. And dude, it was like, oh my God, this is so crazy. Like, um, <laughs> I can't believe Nick just ran out of gas right there. And so Noah landed too. 
and he ended up not having enough gas to siphon any. So here I am, my first XC adventure, and I need to land over the power line, over the water, over the road, into the desert bush. Like, here we go, Dustin, you can do this. So I like did a nice little J hook in, off throttle, stuck it right next to him. Like, I can't believe I just hit a spot landing within 10 feet of my instructors, like set it down, turn, set it down perfect to where I even like kited it a little away from the, the cactus bush that was right there. And, 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 and I was, I was blown away. I had plenty of fuel, set them both up with fuel and we all took back off. It was my first inflation to where I had to inflate out of the, out of the puckers to where I had to pop the lines out of, out of all the, 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 it was crazy. It was so much desert, and and I had to go over the water, over the power line, and then off. So it was like game on. You better be on point right now. And I hit it. It was like first inflation and out. I was stoked. So um, I've just been getting gaining confidence and gaining confidence. Like here's the video right here. I flew to the bottom of the copper mine, which was just so intense. Like. Noah right here is filming it from the top. And um, yeah, he was dogging me pretty good because, I mean, here's my instructor telling me that, you know, he's never been to the bottom of the mind. And here I am dropping all the way to the bottom and just Sender's Club. And uh, it, dude, I, I. Just so you know, I won't do that. I don't have the cojones. So. <laughs> we flew to the copper mine. To... I flew around it a couple times. It was times, a little spicy I, when we went there, though. It was though. windy. So it, it was. If you have awesome. a motor out, though. So, so I checked. Okay. So as I was going down, right. I thought to myself multiple times, like, all right, if your motor's out, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So there's actually, there was one, two, there was three spots down there where I could no problem land, but you had to be in the right spot to hit those. There were everywhere else. It was like, okay, you're going to just put it into the bank right there and crawl. Well, you're going to put it in the bank. Uh, you can almost make it to the edge over there because when you're on the one side of the water, you can see the ripples because uh, the, the, the wind would come down one side up the other and the ripples on the water were pretty crazy at the bottom. I, I was not expecting to see that at all. Now, um, do, you have, do you have your perspective of being down there in the, in the mine? I do. I, I, have a, on, I have a killer uh, GoPro Sessions 5 that is uh, clipped right to my chest. I wouldn't say to my chest, but I have like the clip mount. So it's on my riser, right aiming forward. And uh, oh man, like when you're even trying to look down from up there, I mean, it's, it's, you can't even see out. It's, it's crazy. Um, and to watch the actual copper bleed down the wall, you can literally like, I feel like, why aren't they mining it? It just looks like so much copper is just running down the whole wall. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, the smell's a little different. The feeling is, I can't even, it's, I don't, it's eerie, but it's like, this is one of the coolest places to go fly through. It's like, there's a hole and I'm just gonna fly through the earth right now. And let's just keep going. You can make this, you can make this, you can make, it's one of those things you always have to have the yes, yes, yes in your head and uh, never get that like, uh, anti feeling you know and so i just stayed positive the whole time and uh and 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 and, and flew to the good parts and uh and, and really paid attention the telephone poles down there were crazy they like came sideways off the wall all the way down and i was not expecting to see telephone poles all the way down and all the way up the other side i was i was shocked. telephone poles in there 
telephone poles in there. It's not. Wait till you see the onboard. I'm I'm blown. I I I can't wait. I mean, I, the only reason the onboard's not up is because we've been flying so much at the fly field. All I've been doing is taking video. Yeah. Now, how how long have you been flying now? I mean, you just started flying. How many hours you got on your belt? I broke forty five hours this morning. And I will be at 30 days on the 11th. You're, nice. you're, you're doing more than me. And I thought you're that I was pretty up. good, but yeah. I think you're going to kick my butt completely on this one. So I'm, I put, uh, let's see here. I put a little over, uh, a little over 16 hours on the Adam 80. I put, uh, all the, I put quite a few hours on the schools, um, Maverick Moster 185 as well, and now I have almost 30 hours on my own Moster 185. And it's funny, I call Aviator, and they're all, um, Dustin, you haven't had your Maverick for but a week or two. You know, like what's what, how, how? You know, like do you sleep? Do you just not fly? I mean, <laughs> you know, like I guess I don't really sleep much, and I really enjoy flying. I, I. So, so where'd you train it? I heard you mention aviator. Actually, I'm I'm just finishing up right now with my PPG two with Epic Paramotor with uh, Nick and Noah. Um, basically, Noah's been my main trainer, uh, Noah Rochette, and um, um, it's been amazing having these two. I I I feel like I've learned a lot more than just flying. You know, being around Noah, he's uh, <laughs> you learn a lot. I mean, uh, with the whole. Buddhist community and all what he does is is how calm he is how how just like his whole demeanor of how he's able to just um portray the information you need to absorb it's it's just amazing and and, and yeah you take I, your I, dog I, up with you so here she is when i first went flying we went for a test but that right there she's got a rec specs on she's got uh, inner ear earplugs i tried the out outer earplugs like the muff puffs or whatever uh -huh. doesn't like them and they don't really work well for her but she's so good with me i hold her head all sideways pull her ears open and i stick the big orange you know foamy earplugs right down her ear canal and okay. she doesn't shake, she doesn't shake her head or try and wag them out or nothing and when we land this i unclipped she she is super calm we unclipped she walks away and she stands there and looks at me and shakes her head until both of them come flying out. He's <laughs> good. It's just like, what a great dog. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. awesome you can share the experience with her. How much does she weigh? She's got six flights now. She's 54 pounds. And the okay. only main reason I know she was 54 pounds was we were, um, we were just finished flight school and I was waiting for my Parajet to show up. And we were out skateboarding um, on a Sunday night. My paramotor was supposed to show up Monday morning. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. This is just before Thanksgiving. I was supposed to fly out Monday morning. And we got hit by a car on a hit and run. We were skateboarding along at night. What? Had and everything. And, um, yeah, this, uh, this, this, I saw the lady come in. So I hit my flashlight, shined it right at, you know, I wouldn't say shine it at her. It was like with tall ones where you could just see us all lit up. And, uh, she turned right into us and mowed us down right off the front bumper. Um, stopped, looked at us, made sure we were laying there and bolted. Wow. In oh. my neighborhood. And so, uh, I mean, I tried calling my roommate lying there with my dog. 
um, I picked her up and carried her home and uh, raced to the ER. And this was at like 10 o'clock at night. So there was no flying to, uh, to Texas to see my family for Thanksgiving. So um, ended up staying and my, <laughs> she, she had real bad road rash on both her back feet. Her bones were kind of sticking out her feet. So we got x-rays, made sure everything was really good. Um, she got good painkillers, nothing was broken. So we're stoked on that. And um, um, we slept it off for a, a day or two. And on our second day of sleeping it off, my paramotor showed up <laughs> and it wasn't even supposed to be there. Like the tracking said it was still like nowhere's to be found. Like not, not nowhere's to be found, but at least a week out. And um, lo and behold, it showed up. So we, uh, <laughs> while she was resting on, you know, in the garage on the floor, we unpacked it, built it. And um, we decided to uh, go flying. I mean, you can see in this video right here, that's my homemade, I take two really, really high-end, good, uh, um, <laughs> good dog set, uh, uh, strap setups, like full-body dog strap setups. I put one off her back, one off her front. I use a super Velcro and Velcro the two together. And then, um, so it's like one giant strap setup. Uh, I got carabiners off the, and I double hook the carabiners in. So it's in where the top leash would go it's also in where the dog handles go and um then we carabiner her in on the little hole right underneath where my carabiners are um for my risers and uh so we keep like the riser lines clear and um because it's i i, I I don't want to say attempted, but like just going over it all, I tried putting her carabiner in the same carabiner as the risers and it messed with the risers, just like testing things. So we knew to set it up in her own risers. Yeah, so here we are on a decent launch, good inflation. Um, this was our second flight right here. That's so awesome, man. You know how many people want to fly with their dog? I was blown away, that is amazing. Here she's got her dog goes on, and right here her dog goes from flying off. I didn't have them on quite right. They oh. were had a different earmuff trying. We were trying some different earmuff combos, and right about here her earmuffs come off, which are a hundred. I mean her dog doggles come off. Those are a hundred bucks. So after they we finally came, um, we came back and uh, we found her doggles in the desert because I mean those are a hundred bucks. I mean. <laughs> Those are the most expensive goggles I've ever bought. I've never bought like even a pair like that for myself. So we do a flyby. I'm trying to yell at my roommate like, hey, uh, her doggles are in the desert. <laughs> Retreat. Dude, this is Retreat. That's awesome, man. I'm yeah. surprised you don't have a lot more than 500 views on that. Is uh, that's, that's pretty cool taking off with a dog. Mine weighs a, 90 uh, I have to get a tan. A, uh, a close-up of the goggles. If you guys want to see what, oh yeah, yeah, you want you want to see the doggles? Yeah. Right there, Jay. I love it. I love it. That's like the coolest dog ever. Oh yeah, so here we are at Laguna Seca at the bottom of the corkscrew. And uh, so we're actually, we're on our motorcycle right there. And this is the start of one of the Moto America races. 
and she is loving it. I think it was uh, either the Superbike race or one of the. Um, no, that's that's not the, that's. I think that might be the Super Stock race. Um, but yeah, she loves bikes. I mean, we go out to Indy, and she like watches all the high end cars and stuff. I mean, it's uh, it she's a track dog, and yeah, now she's a fly dog. She's also gone tubing. <laughs> fly <to> dog. Um, <laughs> I love it. We uh I put a I put a vest on her and she swims across the lake on her own. She's just like out there swimming around the lake chasing lake spiders. And uh then we took her tubing. I mean like I'm on the tube with her and she's just jamming on the tube. But here's your rec specs and they're actually really nice. Let's see if you can get a view through it. Nicer than my glasses. <laughs> sure. I got some too. $20 shades out of the Walmart hunting section. They're polarized. <laughs> so I, I got a question for the hammer or uh, Mad Hammer. Mad, Mad Hammer. So you're up to 15 flights, is, I think is what I heard. Yeah, I think did so. Did you go to uh, school as well, or did Dustin teach you how to fly? Oh, no. I mean, Dustin's helped me uh, when, like, when my instructors weren't around, I would ask him just to guide me and make sure when I was doing launches that my wing was level and just make sure everything was good. I mean, basically just get me, you know, I mean, I'd, I guess like guide me through the launch just to make sure that I wasn't. Trust me, I'm all about helping my friends and helping. Every, I, I, I make sure he gets up in the air. I mean, it's, there's no. Yeah, I, I like I said, I've only had I, I've gone through three different wings, too. So I did went from like a magic to a mojo to a roadster and so just getting used to the way the wings feel and how they launch and uh i've had i mean i haven't screwed up any landings a couple kind of funky weird landings sideways. hammer has a broken well i wouldn't say but his one arm doesn't extend Stand like the, the other he's got way too much metal and whatever in there so when you have like a, a six inch reach difference per arm when you come when in I and you J hook, he J hooks yeah, and I flares. Curve the left because my left arm extends further than my right, so like naturally, like I just go to push it down all the way, and then my left arm's lower, and so it automatically turns to the left. And so I have this problem of like at the end of my flare, like hooking to the left every single time. So like trying to sort that out, maybe grabbing the above the riser when I land, like grabbing like the top of the triangle. What, what? Which hand. hand is it you can't pull down as far with? Is it your left hand you can't pull down with? My right. My right hand. So you might wrap your wrist one time with your left brake. I'm sorry, with your right one. So you my can right. pull it further. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then not your left. And that, that way you can kind of get the same amount of total brake pull. Yeah, so I thought about grabbing, just grabbing the tip of the, you know, the brake instead of grabbing the handle it's only like three inches difference and when we measured my throw it's definitely lower like by about three inches so like every single time i flare it goes and shoots me like this left i'm like god damn it that's not good yeah so i'm i'm sorting it like the, when i was doing the mojo and the magic it wasn't as abrupt so the roadster's a little sharper and so it's definitely exaggerated on that one a little bit. I mean, it's it's a minor thing. I haven't hit metal on the ground yet. I've always ran everything out and always landed on my feet and haven't tangled any cords or anything like that. So like, I've been good. It's just 
a little sketchy sometimes. So you might want to check the length, the length of that brakes of those brake lines. We you definitely don't need them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, three inches I, off. I had an engine out. I was listening to some music in my headphones, and I was doing patterns, and I was coming in, and I went to get on the gas, and I couldn't really hear the engine idling, and I was probably twenty-five or thirty feet off the ground, and I went to get back on the gas to accelerate out of the pattern, and there was nothing. And so I did a two-point landing where I flared, and I was like, oh, no, there's nothing here. And so then I let off and charged the wing back up and dove down as far as I could until my feet hit the ground. And then I flared again and popped up and landed on my feet and didn't screw anything up. But it was pretty scary for, like, my third flight, I think. I was going to say, yeah, it was, uh, like, like second, or, second third or third flight. flight yeah. yeah, it was early. I probably shouldn't have been listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer's pretty good with his radio. So on like his little Bofang radio, he learned how to put the radio on. And as you talk to him, it'll automatically cut off. So I'll just listen to classic rock as I fly and I can still hear you guys. No problem. You're fine. I'll, I'll hear you when you talk. Yeah, the uh, other day we were flying and I turned on the radio and it's like, I can see for miles and miles. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, guys. And we were all flying over to this mine. And it was pretty badass. Yeah. Was cool, that, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you went to the mine, which is, to me, pretty cool. What other places, you know, are pretty cool that you've flown so far? So, honestly, I've only flown here because um, I his rig showed up about two weeks before I – I had to leave. I had to go to Texas to sell one of my Moto America bikes. And so I flew back to Arizona on an airplane, just like on a, like an airliner American. And he picked me up at the airport. We put together my wing. We broke it in that in the night, morning morning and then drove here and flew that night. Yeah. So uh, I've got seven flights or six flights, six or seven on my new setup yeah. with my new wing. So. One up, two props. I mean, well, one prop. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't smoke a prop. <laughs> it's all good. It's all part of the show. Dustin, you got to send that video of you and the dog to that show right this minute. So, I mean, like, what I find is it's wild. Like, I'll be watching TV, and next thing you know, like, hey, that's me on TV. I mean, I've, I've been on a, of like, a, what's that? Um, Oh man, the dude who's always standing there in the middle and uh, watching all the videos, and uh, he's got like three people on the couch. Um, yeah. Uh, Rick, Rick, yeah, so the the Rick Dick, no, is it Rick Dick? No, it's yeah, not yeah. ridiculous, but it's gotta be ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. So yeah, yeah I've been on ridiculousness. I think like uh, four times now. I don't know. I've been on there. There's a few different things. I mean, I yeah, you gotta get on that show right this minute. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the paramotors have gotten their stuff on there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, okay. I've been waiting. I watch the show every day, and I'm, I've been waiting for you to be on there with your doggies or flying yeah, over. Right, right this minute. Oh, you know what? So with that show right this minute, um, yeah. Yeah, that's like yeah. one of the ones like in the middle of the day, right, where you like watch it during like when you're home on lunch. On, yeah, it's on like at, well, my yeah, Arizona time. It's on um, at 2 o'clock, uh, 2.30. So my uh, my cousin, um, one of my one of my cousins, she uh, she was born with one arm. She she pitches and she plays in the boys baseball league with one arm. And man, that girl can whip. So so she uh, she's like their top hitter, top pitcher, plays in the uh, the boys baseball league. And like uh, 
She's like an all-star Stady. And, and so, yeah, she's been on that show as well. They did like oh, a whole big, like, deal. It was, it was pretty wicked. So, yeah, I know that. Yeah. I, I know the yeah. show you're talking about. That's Definitely. Cool. You got you to gotta do that because I'll be looking for that. Okay. I'll, yeah, Cassie's uh, quite the wonder, I'll tell you. So, I'll send that in. She's yeah. – uh, Yeah, because hmm. at 2 o'clock they have all the, the talk stuff, and then at 2.30 is when they put the videos on there. So. Hmm. So you were asking like uh, about some like wild things. Like I'll tell you this, like uh, I'm pretty spoiled, I guess, when it comes to fly areas. So right next to my house, there happens to be a closed down LZ. It's the Perky LZ. It's like right on the map. So it's rad. It's like right in this big white military area where you can fly up to 2000 feet on the one edge and you can go up to 3000 feet everywhere else. Um, it's right next to the white tank mountains. It's one minute from my house and I've been jamming through all the white tank mountains, which are just red oh, and beautiful. Oh, Air Force base, right? Yeah. Over there. Yeah. It's new Luke. Um, I fly right up next to the, right up next to the edge of their, uh, okay. their MOA area there. And, okay. um, uh, there's so much wildlife over there i mean the coyotes the owls the deer um i'm an early morning guy so i hit it in the mornings instead of hunting now i'm uh, i'm going and watching animals um it's 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 pretty wicked my my dog loves watching coyotes in the desert i mean oh my god if i could just she's like unclip me dad let me jump you know like yeah, um, yeah. yeah coyotes aren't very nice so, yeah, be careful. Oh, you're in the paramotor, it should be all right. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, you're flying. That's right. Not walking between the fire. So, I heard you saying in the pre show that you had been to something like 40, 45 states recently. How many of those states have you been able to fly in? So, currently, I mean, I've only got my license. I say, like, I only got, you know, like, uh, our own rigs here two weeks ago so i haven't been able to leave arizona yet i mean we just got our rigs uh we got them set up i just went through ppg school like right now um like i'm still here right now noah's park right next to me um and uh we leave tomorrow maybe the following day i'm gonna try to fly quite a bit tomorrow especially here in town up next to my house and then uh take off for texas so we'll hit new mexico and texas here in the next couple days and then um yeah keep flying along i mean uh we got quite the setup i mean if our rigs got here on time i would have already flown in oklahoma texas new mexico and um, i already hit quite a few other states everything yeah. in between i mean i i, I and you're I, still in school and you still did all this <laughs> yeah, you still got 45 hours of, of airtime. That's that's amazing. And here's yeah. another uh, takeoff. Oh yeah. Seems like yeah, get you one of, one of those uh, US maps, man, that shows all 50 states and fill them in as you go. I've right. got one I started when I was traveling with my camper, but I kind of started over now with paramotors. Well, so yeah, like I guess supposed to go by that. I mean, I've been touring the country since well, I mean, like dude, I I I mean, 20, Google, 20, Google tracks you anyways. You just go look at your Google account and it'll tell you everywhere you've been and how long you were there and 
everything. Well, just since 2017 <laughs> alone, I've been traveling with Moto America to all the races. So I've been touring nonstop basically since 2017. So it's 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 pretty wicked. I I've been a lot of places. I mean, I, I'm pretty spoiled. And when you do a when you do a state slash country count, um um liking it and it's only going to get better i mean like this uh this dude we met out here you know at the school um this uh the nameless wonder why we're we not allowed to talk about him or uh <laughs> well i don't know do we say his name i mean i don't know if your name you're allowed to say his name the, the uh you know like after you land on trains i don't think you're allowed to say his name online right you know what we're talking about you right. guys know this guy the guy who landed on the train on his on a his paramotor and was like standing on it flying along and took off the name oh, was this during the resurgence trip recently he's uh, done a bunch of I, I don't necessarily know where it was or when it was or who it was but we met this really rad dude and, i heard about uh, this i know what you're talking about he uh <laughs> he's he's i guess flown up and down the whole country coast and all over the place and so um he's been out he came down this weekend from uh Sedona from Sedona and um well wait a minute we don't know where he lives either yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no, so, it was Sedona. It might so have been, it might have been Flagstaff, Flagstaff right yeah. so, <laughs> so Anyways, uh, he's a motorcycle definitely not Sedona not a track bike and so us being motorcycle guys and him being a fly guy he's like really impressive I'm not gonna lie this guy this dude can fly okay really so good. so like like yeah. what I like about it was like I know I can ride a motorcycle this dude knows he can fly right and so so he definitely showed off for us. He gave us some really cool tips and tricks. Um, he's got a lot of experience and um, it was rad. I mean, I can't wait to, you know, go flying more with him. I mean, me and him were like, there were some dirt biker buddies out here right next to the fly area. And uh, some of my buddies, Chris and whatnot. And um, dude, we were hitting the jumps on our paramotors. And I mean, like right there with the, with the rampers. I mean, I, I, I actually, at one point I, I, I landed and I ran right up the jump and launched off the jump on throttle. I didn't even think, I mean, I, I, I didn't think I'd be able to, but I mean, like, you got to try it sometime. So, uh, <laughs> especially when you have a bunch of extra, you know, paramotor parts and props, right? You know, hey, uh, when you're in a couple sets, yeah. <laughs> when you're a sender's club, you send it, dude. I mean, I, I, I it was pretty wild, especially going off the jump, too, because uh, you had to fit it in between two trees, go up the lip, whatnot. I mean, like, send it. it was... We both have spares, so we got, we got reserves. We're ready. We got a question from the chat. Bill H. wants to know, are you going to give up motorcycles now? Oh, my God, no. How could you? I mean, like, it's still a job. Bite I, your I have tongue. A... Okay, so check this out, all right? I mean, when I say I'm spoiled with the track, all right, so I have – Kim, Kim, let's, I, I have a, I have a 10 year old son. I mean, I, I, I'm very, Kim is, is, is amazing for me. She, she, I mean, I can't say enough. I mean, how, how, if it wasn't for her, there was nowhere I would be able to do anything like this in my entire life. So I say this because I got a bad boy Camaro, badass and bad boy Camaro. And I drive it on the track and I beat cars. I shouldn't, I got a few Porsche cars that I drive on the track that and get around the track. Pretty fun. I mean, this, this place Indy right here, I mean, if you can, like, check out Indy Motorsports Ranch, it is a man's man's place to play. I promise you that. And uh, I also have a few motorcycles that I play down there as well. I mean, if it's adrenaline pack. So what's nice now is I'll be able to fly in the morning, drive my bike or car all day, and fly in the evening and not even leave Indy. I mean, they have a 
chef right there. I mean, everything. I mean, what's really cool is uh, me and a few, uh, my, my buddy Danny, uh, he picked up 25 acres right next to Indy. We've been building a ghillie play area to where if you want, I mean, you can, you can come. And because I train and I teach road racing and everything. So what I have set up right now is uh, the house is on property right now. Danny's in the middle of setting up the 80 by 60 garage. So um, we already have all the tools, lifts and everything. So I, sh I, I used to have a motorcycle shop and I closed it. And now I've just been like holding off, waiting to put it up down there. So um, you can fly in, hang out and you can hunt in the morning. You can fly in the morning. You can drive race cars. You can drive race bikes. You can drive dirt bikes. You can do it on the track. You can do it on the trail. You can do it on a flat track. We can go train on the, on the, on, on the, on the burnout pad. We can go play on the burnout pad, or we can just like hang. There's so many things. We literally built a gilly play area where it is just what do you want to do? I mean, I, I, I do custom setups to where it's like I, I teach on high end levels of everything. I used to have a wheelie machine. I used to teach wheelies. I still do at points. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm very good at absorbing information, passing on information. Um, it's weird. Like I, my brain for some reason is able to basically like, it's weird. I feel like I press a Bluetooth button. We like mesh and all of a sudden, uh, things portray like right, right into you and next thing you know you're you're doing uh what you want to do at, on a motorcycle at massive lean angle and um I, I bring it man i mean we're set up to play out here in arizona i, I can't even tell you enough no there's a couple of places that you call home what are the different states and places you call home so um in texas uh, is where uh we're where Kim, my little boy D live. Uh, I live out here in Buckeye as well, Arizona with uh, my roommate, Frank. And in Vermont, um, I go up there with, uh, with my mom and stay in a little, uh, little Lincoln hometown, Lincoln, Vermont. I'll tell you this, yeah, if you ever have a chance, don't come through during leaf peeping season because everyone else is already there. I mean, I have the most beautiful place you could ever imagine going to. I mean, we make, all my friends and family make maple syrup. It's, uh, it's uh, one of those things that's that's what you do when you live in a little hometown, nowheres where there's no gas stations, no no stores other than the Lincoln General Store. There is uh, no street lights. I live way down a dirt road, and so it's it's I can't I even. I have a lot of uh, ancestry, as you call it, in Vermont, because I'm adopted, so I have a lot of extended family over there. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Vermont has a lot of love. I can definitely say if I, if, if, that's where you want to be when you need some family. I'll tell you that. There you go. Yeah. You know what? You can still, you, you can still break down on the side of the road there and hitchhike and people pull over. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, I got a question. Do you know uh, AJ Goen by chance? The name rings a bell to me. Okay. Why does that name ring a bell to me? Well, he used to race motocross and uh, fly drones for ESPN, and now he's the lead instructor at Aviator. So he flies. He gave. He gave up. You know, he had all this really cool life before that, and uh, he found paramotors, and it changed his world, man. And you know, that's all he does now is just teach people to fly paramotors and fly every day. That's rad. Um, 
I know why I know his name actually through all my YouTube videos. So I know, I know what you're talking about exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely. Um, but no, I have not met him in person. I'm sure I'll meet him one day. Fine. Especially heading that, you know, that part of the country. I, I, I'll be everywhere here. Uh, next, next season, uh, starts March. So, um, yeah, travel's about to really kick off. You're going to meet good people every state you go to, man. And uh, whenever you come through Alabama, make sure you look me up. You know, it's wild. This community, the PPG community, is a lot like a, like a Moto America. Even even like, a, I wouldn't even say just motor, a motorcycle race community. So the whole motorcycle race community across the whole country is, is very open to everyone else that's in it. I mean, it's like, hey... Um, you're traveling across the country i see you need some help or you're at a random race event and it's like hey i need something for my bike or hey i need some gear something people jump up and help and so it's the same thing in this community i mean i'm i'm here i am i haven't even been in this community for for 30 days and um there's a couple right next to me right now and they are from alaska and they've been giving me this you know red salmon from their front porch off their off yeah. their ocean basically and it's like uh, yeah they're really really fun cool people you know like uh, jim and tj and uh it's, it's it's cool to meet people like that and and, and that are, all they do is fly from alaska to down to here fly here and when it warms up they fly back to there it's like wait a minute that's the life you know so um yeah i i, I it's fun really fun the, the small community is 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 rad there was 16 people flying last night uh down here so that's awesome <laughs> everyone came out of the woodworks last night it was it was so cool the epic paramotor school had four people i think flying last night graduating so we got you know four new new guys in the air and they were uh, a couple special forces guys which are rad so um <laughs> this place out here is cool I, I lucky to be out here during it this nice weather i mean i'm i know it's snowing and windy and wintertime everywhere else around the country i mean i'm watching some people uh you know flying with some gnarly gear way too cold i mean i know jason wouldn't even climb out of bed to go fly like uh what was it like it was 45 degrees and he's <laughs> he's all pulling the, the, the blinds closed on his part of the RV as so I'm trying to go out in the morning to watch the sunrise. So yeah. Yeah. 45 so, is not bad. It's when it drops down in the 30s that's really cold. I've been up in the 38 and uh, then it went at, just before I went up it was like 35. So yeah, it was heated gloves, heated heated everything, you know, sweatshirt my mom got me, the heated socks my dad got me, the <laughs> well, what kind of heated stuff do you have? Are they are they the battery powder powered uh, heaters, and what 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 brand are they? Um, so with the socks, they're pretty cool. I got these battery powered socks, which are pretty rad for Christmas from my from my pop <laughs> a few years ago, and they work awesome. awesome. They're like almost knee high, and they heat up your feet really nice. They don't take the big uh -huh. batteries, right? They're like USB charge. Nope, those take the AA batteries and they go in their own little deal, have like a nice little on-off switch, red light comes on, you know it's on, it's legit. Wow. Just keep uh, rolling through AA's. AA's last me um, 
I only use them in the mornings every once in a while. So, I mean, they usually last me about a week on a set of double A's. I've How many hours like, is that? Eh, depends on the cold. So, I don't use them every day. So, I guess if I had to count them on hours, I would say six hours on the batteries. That's not bad for double A batteries. How many double A? Two. Wow. No, it's legit. I'm shocked. It's really good. Um, the gloves, I use some motorcycle race gloves, and they work really well. They got the high, medium, low. The chest, I use a I use a Venture Heat sweatshirt where it's got the nice big battery, so you can plug your phone in if needed. Um, and it's got the high, medium, low. Of course, it's like the nice red, white, and blue for America, so it's cool. Um, it's like right on your chest with the high, medium, low. So even if you're wearing, uh, I like to wear a jacket windproof jacket over my sweatshirt so when you got this nice heated sweatshirt inside and it's so warm that you'll press your chest and you be like nope turn it down and uh yeah it's nice that's nice when it's that warm um one of the things that we um also do is um a uh, thumbnail so if we can get the hammer in next year and Mostly. jp and do a nice little thumbnail jp are you around or are you uh you took off so I do have to tell you a really good experience after after this. So I, I had one of the biggest, hardest learning lessons of my of my entire PPG career. I don't see JP, so go ahead and knock us out with, with this one. This is probably good. All right, this one is good. So this is a learning lesson for, for, for y'all. I, so I promise you that. All right, I'm 135 pounds. I'm in amazing shape. And uh, so... I have a ton of flight time, right? I mean, I'm, I'm somewhere in the realm of like uh, almost 200 flights and somewhere in the realm of now like close to 500 touch and goes. So um, to this date, I mean, just during school, I busted over 200 touch and goes and a bunch of fly time. So I've tried all types of wings now. Can, can I ask you one? Can I ask you something real quick? Yep. Okay. It seems like you are doing a lot of stuff in school how long is school how long have you been there you said two weeks well i mean technically school was an eight day school so my school was the sixth uh the sixth through the 18th of november okay. and um so i didn't fly till the 11th of november that was my first fly date and then um um since the school is really only 40 minutes from my house, well, an hour from my house, roughly, um, they had another school scheduled. So uh, Noah said, come right on back and keep going. So so, you're yeah. so how much more have you learned on the second round of school? You think you learned more? All right. Today is my big learn day. You ready? For so I've, I'm ready. I've learned an absolute ton and not just, and not just from, from, from the school itself also just watching the guys that can fly better and really paying attention to what they're doing like uh power on landings um when they're when they're really doing good inputs i just really pay attention to listening to their throttle watching their hands watching what the wings doing man that looks good what are you eating <laughs> yeah we see you buddy so um no i can definitely say i mean even with having uh having this uh you know like uh scott down here too uh i said his name so um did you say socks okay i socks. Okay. okay so uh um 
it's it's <laughs> this round at school i will definitely say with trying some different wings um flying in some different conditions i've been doing some midday flying conditions um i've been doing a lot more mountaineering as well uh so i tried a try a wing today when i say this so i tried a uh Let's see. Macfly Colorado. All right. Yep. And um, now nothing against Macfly. Okay. This is not a, I'm not bagging them. Okay. So if anyone's listening to this, I'm not talking bad about any shoot, period. Thank you very much to Macfly for letting me Mac para. wing. Okay. So Macfly doesn't make wings. Uh, Macfly Colorado. Macpara. It's, it's, it's Mac a Macpara Mac is the brand. Mac Para is the Colorado, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is it? Go. So it's a twenty meter, uh, twenty a twenty one meter Mac Para, Colorado, and um, I spent two, two hours, hours today <laughs> with my motor on my back, trying to get off the ground. I can't even tell you how many inflations I had, how many times I ran. At one point I stopped, took my motor off, took my jacket off, because I had my jacket with my sweatshirt underneath, my heated sweatshirt, took my heated sweatshirt off, had to did some layers, got myself set back up and went back to attempting to launch. And I'm talking, I mean, I had people standing there with their phones filming, there was a brand new school starting today and one finishing from yesterday. There's so, so there's four students that just graduated, six students starting the school. There's the dude, Scott, loaning me the shoot, standing there. Um, Jason, ev everyone. And I am, and plus, plus uh, like uh, everyone out here at the fly field. And I am just going and going and going and going and going. And I'm talking zero wind to the point of zero wind so I've launched and launched so long and hard. There ended up being wind, um, and it, I'd done so many inflations and tried that we just reset back up. So after two hours of me not being able to get off the ground, and two hours, two hours. Well, I this was spent a this was a twenty-one meter, right? You said this a is twenty-one meter. What right? is your normal hours I spent. And I'm not talking. You got to explain the story. So, so, so it's a per, and and I'm not, and I'm talking. We also like perfect set up the wing, double check everything. Okay, super blow wind over. Boom, hit it. It's up. It's up. It's up. It's not coming up. It's not coming. It's over my head. It's not. It's down. It's down. And so I spent so much time. And it was unreal, right? To the point of I don't give up for anything. I mean, I have the strongest will of anyone I've ever met, and I'm like proud of it. Like my dad, like done me right. So. Um, I had to set my motor down and walk away, pack that shoot up and, and, and go sit in my RV, have a little moment to myself. I mean, there were, there were points where I, like halfway through, I don't know, hour, hour and a half into trying to take off. I actually like, I had to sit down and not sit down. Well, actually I did sit down out there. I, I like, I meditated to myself. This is my first flight. This is my first flight. This is first thing in the morning. We're watching the sun come up. Oh God, what a beautiful day. All right, let's go hit it. Totally forgot about the first hour and a half of trying to do this, right? So um, yeah, I, I, uh, 
I sat down in the RV, had a little talk to myself, and I went out, grabbed my Roadster 3, and man, poof, first inflation, sent it, right? Like, oh God, I just went and had a beautiful flight, got everything out of my head, and Scott went to try and fly that, and um, I watched the wing go up, and it go down. I'm like, no way. He just had a failed one. He had a, like, I almost fell over watching the thing because here's like, I mean, I feel like it'd be like me. It'd be like someone watching me take off on my motorcycle to like, hey, Gus, Dustin, can you like show me how to do a wheelie? And I just loop it right in front of him, right? Like, for a rider, like, oh, wait, wait, sure, I'll show you. Ah! Like, and, and, and I watched him like have a misinflation, like, oh my God, this just happened. And then, he, and then when he got it back, I ran over there and helped him set the wing up. And then he sent it. And he had to send it and send it and send it and finally got off the ground. But it was like, that's not how he, I, mean, I watched him take off. He showed me downwind takeoffs. He showed us cross. This dude can fly, right? He lands like within five minutes and he comes over and he's all, gives me a big hug. He's like, Dustin, it wasn't you. The lines were stretched. I'm like, oh my God, like. Oh, I do know how to fly. <laughs> um, um, man, uh, don't get discouraged. If you know you know what you're knowing, that you're doing something right, even if you might need some help along the way and still correct yourself along the way, um, don't beat yourself up, man. There's always something. So I really, really felt good about myself. Of, uh, I mean, it I felt this big, and then I felt like uh, like I was peeking out of my sneakers, and then all of a sudden, here I am back to my normal self. So it was awesome. It's a really good story. Um, one of the reasons why I think this is a good story, and a lot of the newbies need to listen to this, is because there's a lot of people that will go out there and buy a used wing that is stretched out. So they will you know, they will think that they know what they're doing. They watch all the YouTube videos. They want to self-train themselves. And they're going to do the same thing that you've done. They're going to try to, to nail this, this launch. They're going to try to inflate. It's not going to work. And they'll think, you know, what's going on? It must be me or I just want to get out of the sport when it probably is just the wing not being correct, um, especially, old, especially older wings. Well, and what, what, how, old was that, how old was that wing? Unfortunately, it wasn't an old wing. It was a demo wing. Um, it was a demo wing that I don't, I mean, they, they said it was new. I mean, like I, like it looked brand new. I mean, it, 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 it literally had like the extra speed. It had everything with the extra bag, the speed bar, the manual. I mean, it looked, it did not look used. And you can tell because there's dirt out here everywhere. I mean, you can tell five, you know, five flights into a shoot. Uh, it's 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 you can tell when they're used it's so it was rather unfortunate i was really looking forward to flying it i mean i've tried uh i've been trying um it uh what is that number two when i'm flying of the mix the luna two yeah that luna two uh it's a 20 meter luna two man that thing's wicked i i I mean, I wouldn't fly my dog with that one. I'd definitely stick with my Roadster uh, 24, but my that Luna 20, um, Luna 220, I was super impressed. I, yeah, you would like, best way to compare it is going from a power steering to a non-power steering in a race car. 
um, or going from like uh, riding with flat tires to to full inflated tires on your race bike. I mean, it was it was. I want to turn now, and I'm gonna like rail this thing, and I'm gonna control it. It was just so fun. So, shout out to Nick. So he's actually letting me borrow his Luna Two at the moment. Um, I I started to help out my roommate, so we picked up an extra paramotor for him, and so he can borrow my Roadster Three. And while doing so, they loaned me that Luna 2. And uh, hopefully I like it enough to where I buy one. I mean, I'm looking to, you know, what's my next shoot right now for, for fun? I mean, I got a kiting shoot for my buddies. I picked up a groundhog. So um, I've had a few of my friends come around that like, dude, that looks so rad. I'm like, perfect. Put this on real quick. <laughs> I'm out there like my buddy Sean, who's, uh, who loves, you know, riding too. And I'm, uh, I'm going to get him into it. There's a few of my buddies, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm. I'm not shy with passing on, p- passing on passion for, for fun things. So I'm going to push this. Now, what's the furthest that you have done in XC so far, you know, as far as uh, flying from one LZ to another or a different place and back, what's the furthest you've gone? Um, so on my, uh, I've took off from the Perky airport and I flew to the Buckeye LZ, um, which was, that was pretty cool. That was about, 22 miles um one way um which is cool you know when you got to the lz though for the first time you had to be 10 feet over the power lines and then drop over the road into the lz there so that made it fun i mean it was like sweet we can do something while we're here um i met up with uh, one of the guys from the school there matt and we went on like another hour flight little plus from there around the area um I mapped out the 40 mile trip from this LZ to my LZ. Uh, I was going to do that tonight, but it was way too windy and I wanted to get on here with you guys. So, um, plus when the, when the guys came through, so, so the furthest I've gone is from my LZ to that LZ. Um, but I've done like, I guess longer, just, I don't, I don't say longer, but big long trips where I put, 15 liters in and I went from this LZ where we're at right now uh man I flew almost two hours east across the 10 I went to these Indian ruins um wow I was doing all by myself I probably shouldn't have been that far by myself but it was a uh it was almost four hour it was it was three and a half hour round trip and I burned all 15 liters I mean I landed with a half liter of fuel do you have apps that you use to keep track of, you know, your fuel or where you've gone or anything like that, like Skyfly High or PPGPS or anything like that? Yeah, I use um, the uh, the Av Air app. Um, I like that one because it's got like the, um, the whole, you can choose like topographical or just like the um, your regular maps. You can make sure you're flying in all your legal areas. So plus it's got like this little plane on it and it directs you. Honestly, I mean, where I saw this one from was I was watching one of Tucker's videos and um, he was doing his, uh, his Icarus race, which I, I'm, I'm, I sent them emails. I'm, I'm itching to do like, once they come out, whatever their next race is, sign me up. Right. I mean, like literally I'm, I'm please email me. So uh, I'll, I'll be there with you. Um, I want to do an Icarus. Really? Uh, All yeah, right. That was accepted. <laughs> we all need to go on the icarus race 
I gotta fly, buddy. We're done. I'm, I'm doing it. So if you're, I'm, I'm, I'm let's do this, Sean. I, 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 I don't am, care about but, winning. I just want to uh, deplete it. I mean, I'm down. Well, there's two different races on the adventure, and you got the race itself. So if you just want to go on the adventure, you can do that. Um, You can have the ground support, um, but the race itself is is not supported. It's just you bring everything and hope you don't go down someplace that you don't want to be down. Are there uh, any hay bales in this adventure? I hope so. (laughs) I'll tell you this. There were some rocks I flew through tonight. uh, Not tonight, but the other night. Um, that I actually thought of your video. As I was approaching these, okay, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, don't clip a leg, don't clip a leg. <laughs> I mean, it was tight. Um, and speaking <laughs> of your hay bales, they stack hay bales out here, right? When I say that, I mean, they're they're taller than an 18-wheeler stacked, and they're wider than an 18-wheeler stacked. Well, I see the trains out there are, like, double stacked high, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, so I've been flying down inside those. Um, so they're pretty fun, but man, you don't want to hit one of those. Now, obviously you don't want to hit one like I hit either. <laughs> so, so I got to ask, look, what happened with that? So this is, this is episode, uh-oh. What do we say? We got here. The smell of two stroke. And the next thing I knew I was naked. naked. I can't, oh, see, can't see the screen. Try it again. Give me this. <laughs> That's nice. an awesome meme. Hey, let me, let me tell you a little little secret. I, I put a little bit of 93 octane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes the panties go flying off. Love. And you guys haven't been here. like introduced to the VP, man. I'm telling you, like, check it out. You guys got to roll with like, uh, hold that can up right there. It's, uh, it's the VP. So, it's it's the smell. Um, yeah, you need some. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the secret right there. <laughs> Hi, Octane. I run that in my vibrator. Hammer. <laughs> 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 hey, so so do you work? Um, do you work your your bikes and stuff? Are they uh, two stroke or four stroke? Bikes, uh, so Hammer's bike, he runs the FZ07 in the Twins class, Moto America Junior, uh, in the Moto America Cup. Um, I also take care of a uh, Kawasaki Ninja 400, which is through Barcon Racing. Um, we have a big, big setup there. It's pretty rad. Uh, Dominic Doyle like uh, pulled like a number two plate this year, riding. Uh, that's big national number plate, so that's pretty awesome. Um, I got two podiums. This old man right here got two podiums racing against all types of young kids. I mean, that Moto America bike he's running, what, he got like 90, 90, horse. 90 horsepower. Uh, his is a vertical twin engine. Um, parallel. Well, parallel to what, yeah. yeah. Not the v, yeah. SVs is what he battles against. Those are your V-twins. So. Yeah, SVs and Ducati 800s. So you, so you work on your own motors, right? Uh, no, I have a builder. Honestly, uh, I have a, uh, an engine builder in Oklahoma that builds all my motors, but I assemble and build. One of our buddies, Sam, he's really good. He's out of Oklahoma and he, uh, his son raced on the Barcon team this year, Cooper McDonald, Sam McDonald. He's an old Honda factory racer. And so he's uh, really good with engines. He builds a lot of engines for most of the, 
I don't want to say most, but a lot of the twins class, the boy knows how to make some horsepower. Um, and he's a good racer himself. And obviously with a couple of kids at race too. So have you tweaked your paramotor motor yet and uh, made it put up more horsepower? Okay. We haven't gone there yet. <laughs> actually, that's funny you say that. So no, I actually tweaked Nick's motor in last night. I tweaked my motor in. The motor we bought for, for, for Frank didn't run. You go wide open and it just dies. So I ripped the carburetor completely apart, pulled the jets out, pulled the um, pulled every, pulled the diaphragm piece out. I pulled everything out of that, cleaned that carb on that, went through that motor. And that thing runs. Uh, that Titties. thing runs. Uh, Titties. That's what it runs. Uh, that was the words coming out of my mouth. And see, I stopped. Titties. So yeah. that, that hey, thing runs you, awesome. You're going to be a good paramotor pilot, man. Every, every good paramotor pilot's a good mechanic, too, because you're going to have to fix your own stuff. And usually, oh, out of the road. Well, like the dude Scott, his, uh, his paramotor wouldn't shut off. You had to pull the spark plug cap. So I went yeah, over there and I rewired his, I rewired his setup switch. for it yeah. and I helped him out. And yeah. uh, so I helped, I helped Scott out with his paramotor. I helped Nick out with his paramotor. I went over and I tuned on some of and So I tuned on Frank's. Here's, um, here's, here's Frank's. I, I see Frank here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so actually I even filmed one of Frank's launches when he ate it too. If you actually want, watch one of them. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Man. A little stand in a prop. Is that the yeah. one where he uh, buried his brakes trying to get in the seat? No, that was me. That was that was that hammering. Was so that's my buddy. That's 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 actually one of Frank's first launches right there. And that was when um, the whole resurgence PPG guys were down here, and he stood there in the middle of the field for almost thirty minutes waiting to try and take off because they were all low flying all around and low flying all around. And he's like, please just let me launch this thing. It's my first attempt. And then they finally like flew away and he goes and does that all worn out. Oh man. Just, yeah, this is pretty brutal. And, but now Frank is on it. Frank yeah, is Frank's a, really good. Frank well, is like Mr. Consistent. Yeah, according consistent. to, uh, according to Noah, he is Mr. Consistent. Yeah. So I, I've screwed up a handful of times. I've had some like, off, off, on, on off gas situations where i kind of got like uh oscillating on takeoff and had to like kind of save myself he, I had he a, almost sent it into the trees the one time it was yeah. close but he uh went in doubt throttle out right yeah i throttled out and then uh i had the one where i stalled my wing so hard that it went behind my prop wash and stopped me and then i hit the ground and broke my prop and Everything was fine. I mean, didn't hit, really hit the frame barely. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, it was only like a ten foot drop out of the sky. He didn't have to do a PLF or anything. I mean, yeah. um, I, landed, but, but I didn't he, turtle. I, I landed like on my feet. It was basically prop wide open to feet. <laughs> and I heard like hypersonic pieces of fiberglass flying past my head. <laughs> I knew I screwed something up. Tessa, hey. Tessa, come on, baby. That's awesome. All right, so here's going to be the next flying dog yeah, right here. Should be up soon. And, uh, that's heavy, and how heavy is that dog? 26? 29. 29? Yeah. Oh, that should be easier. A little bit. Love it. Do you have you any um, harnesses like... already set up for him? So uh, I, I haven't sorted it yet, but uh, I he runs his sideways. I think I want to run mine. Well, so I've been, I've been talking. Uh, I've been, again, we're really good at building and doing all types of things. Me and all my friends call me MacGyver and whatnot. So. My buddy Sean, uh, Sean Invarsky's uh, 
he's got a really cool fab metal shop that he started out here and and i helped him out with moto america a ton that's actually who i bought this rv from so we are in the middle of building a dog paramotor tandem, tandem setup, setup. Yeah. and um that's what we've been like uh we've we we got a few design or i say a few we have one design right now um because i want my dog to be able to sit forward put her feet down and have her own area where she's comfy because she likes putting her feet on my legs she likes being able to touch me kind of sit into me so i'm i'm it's uh it's coming along we're i mean hey we're working on it is, is this sure something that you're going to want to fly with dogs you're going to market this and sell it uh, no. and we will give it away man there's plenty of people that want to fly with dogs so we'll figure it out i mean i i he, every every dog's different every size is different so it's not just like here's some standard run-of-the-mill thing it's kind of like a custom one-off also every paramotor is different you know so it's not like you can just go here and do yeah, this every dog's so, a different weight every paramotor is different every wing is different so it's hard to like commit to like selling something that but people could I can about. promise you this. But if you give it away, it is going to be safe and it is going to work and it is going to be tested because I am all about. Yeah, we'll test it. I'm test. not ready to fly with Tessie yet. I think I need probably 10 or 20 more flights before I need I'm a comfortable. Good 20. I was somewhere in the, I was almost at 80 flights when I flew with Cassie. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've only got maybe 15, 14 or 15 flights. So I'm not really ready yet. I mean, I'm comfortable launching and stuff and. I've landed without hitting metal every single time. <laughs> hitting metal. I like how that's how he gauges it. I've landed I without been, hitting, metal. hitting metal. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so before you like, like you, you don't test it like on the real dog, but you test it on like the stuffed animals, you know, get some like big old teddy bear things, you know, and hook No, them up. I'm testing it on my cat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I hate that cat. I hate him. No. That would like, Freak them out. No, not That's the... funny. I'll test it on the cat and then we'll take oh, it to the dog. Oh, no. oh, oh here, here's Brian Haybell. Oh, yeah. The infamous. So, Brian I don't know. Haybell. What are you trying to do here? Walk right, us through. So, it. you'll see, I barely just touched the top of this bell right here. You'll see me shake just a little bit. Oh, what happened? Skip. My load or what, a peanut you, feel. What, Hey, Brian, when you share, make sure you hit the um, optimize for video. Yours is choppy. Yeah, choppy, choppy. Is it skip over the part? Yeah, yeah it's it's choppy. Go ahead and um, stop the stop the share and then so reshare it and hit and click the button that says optimize for video. Got you. I did not even know that existed. Oh, nice. oh, nice. Much better. Much better. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Wait for it. Oh, 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 oh. dude. Danny, look dude. away. Danny, look away. <laughs> One more time. I never looked away. I saw the whole thing, man. Watch the foot sideways. Oh, boy. Oh, I saw it sideways. Oh, I saw it sideways. That's just as awful every time I see it. That's just as awful every time I see it. I hear, I hear yeah. an echo too. So I have to ask, what were you trying to just go in between them, like slow them, or are you just trying to get close? Or yeah, I was trying to go between them, and uh, basically, the last uh, few seconds flying towards them, I was staring at the one on the left. Best we could figure, I got target fixation, 
And, uh, you know, on a motorcycle, if you, if you look to the left, you go to the left, you know, same thing. I don't know if it's to the right. And I, I made some last minute decisions. Uh, the very last decision I made was to try to push off with my foot. Oh. And that was a bad one. Well, 25, that's about 25 or 30 miles an hour. So you got to think what, at what velocity do you reach 30 miles an hour jumping off a building and hit a hay bale? That's probably exactly what happened. 11. Yeah. I've hit hit it 60. Sorry, poop. I've hit poop at like 60, 50 miles an hour. So (laughs) I would laugh. Everyone's like, oh, you're doing about 20, 25 miles an hour. I'm like, oh, that's like 50 cc speed man give me a real motorcycle like i've crashed at 100 miles an hour i broke all my bones on my right side doing 140 well we hey, don't want you brian got... to do that don't brian don't don't try it at 100 some miles uh, an hour. now these these guys they, they seem like they're they're a, a little bit of adrenaline junkies and they like to have fun and they're going to be down there dodging those bells of hay flying to the bottoms of copper quarries where nobody's ever been before there and no one will find them you don't want to know something hey, funny I was thinking you know how easy it is to break bones, so be careful, man. That's all I'm saying. Right. So, so I was thinking of you actually when I was doing this. I and I have some cool footage of it. I was right across the street from my house, up in the white tanks, and I was slaloming the the big swallow cactus. I mean, like those had to be like about 20 feet tall. I mean, like my shoot. Yeah, my Dude, shoot. If you was, had one of those, oh my god! I was like, I, I was goalposting. I was literally goalposting some, and I was slaloming them. And oh. then you're trying to do it like uh, through the canyon, and you'd have like a little bit of a uh, little bit of oscillation coming off the canyon from the wind. And so you're like controlling through the oscillation while going around the cactus. It was, uh, man, yeah, legit. Coyote standing there watching you go by. It's cool. I got some, I got, I got it all on GoPro. We like to party. We like to party. (laughs) Wow. So what's the scariest, what's the scariest thing that that has happened to you so far? I don't think it's been, I mean, I don't think you've flown enough to to be scary, but. There's, you know, like things in life that scare me, I try and duplicate or chase. Um, So one uh, day, I think I was on day four. It was close. I think it was my last day at Epic Paramotor School for my PP1, and uh, I, I was practicing a few things, and I went way up. I went to like 5,000 feet, um, and I stowed my throttle away, and I decided to um, let's learn how to <laughs> let's learn how to circle carve down and. Um, I G'd out pretty hard, and when I came out of it, I had this surge oscillation, and I didn't con- I didn't catch it and control it, and uh, I had a full full a frontal collapse. Um, I literally looked. I felt the lines go white. I looked up. I watched the top of the wing come down, and I fell until the my Roadster 3 reinflated and I drove away. And I can definitely say with no reserve, what were you thinking, Dustin? Come on, dude. So uh, I learned a lot more about when you're, when, you're, when you're pulling on that inside and you're weight shifting and you have that control on the inside, you need to pay attention to that 
80% on the inside. You really need to watch that 20 on the outside. And I wasn't doing that 20 on the outside. I might've been like five on the, I was like maybe 2% on the outside. So I was like, I had no outside control. And I was, I, I was all about my third circle when it was, this is getting gnarly. And, uh, I went straight out of this straight out of the third circle instead of trying to circle back into it and the full upsurge kind of like hitting a, it's kind of like hitting a, a triple, you know, like fourth or fifth gear tapped and just send it. And next thing you know, you're falling out of the sky, but instead of having to push off the dirt bike, like, and hit the ground, you're floating all of a sudden it caught and you're like, yeah. So that was my first really scary moment. Um, I talked myself through afterwards. I came, I mean, I wasn't like I came straight down, but after that flight, I had a little sit down with Noah, my instructor. I explained to him what I did. Um, and we talked our way through how to fly through something like that, how to fly yourself out of something like that and be safe. It was, uh, it worked. And cause I've been, that's one of my favorite things now is just coming in hot. So yeah, I, that was a good one. You might want to keep an eye on how many hours that you do the acro on your, on your wing. Um, I got uh, a roadster three also love it. It, it reinflates so quickly. I watched SIV course on it. What, what's that? I said, I think I watched you do like an SIV course on it. There you go. So <laughs> videos. You got it. He don't miss a beat. Man, he does not miss a beat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, man, those roadster threes, they just pop right open and uh, they just, I'm not afraid with it, with a, with a roadster three, I'm not afraid, but what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say here is with the acro that I did, and the hours that I put on it, I stretched the line so much that it flew. But when I put, when I sent it in after the year of flying it, they said it was not airworthy. I have to get whole new lines because I just stretched them out and uh, they snapped it like 150 pounds. So if you're gonna be doing that, make sure you send in your wing and uh, get them checked to make sure it is airworthy. So you okay. don't and snap a wing or snap a line uh jp uh he actually one of his lines snapped and he had to throw a reserve or else he would have been a pancake what happened jp when you threw that reserve what, what was the the whole scenario uh yeah no um it locked me out into a right hand left hand spiral and uh it just it wouldn't pull out no matter what i did so yeah, but you know, that's what we train for. So um, thank God that I had the right equipment and everything at the time. And I had been versed and knew how to handle it because it was just, you know, barely a thing. But if I wouldn't have been prepared, yeah, it could have been very bad. Um, I don't know if I would have been dead, but I would probably be paralyzed uh, at least. Wow. Indeed, yeah. Yell at me if you need me. So, you know, I mean, that doesn't, that's another reason why, you know, you always have a bunch of, you know, PBG friends, you know, and fly friends and stuff, you know, people that have done this for a long time that have gone through SIV course and, and have done acro, you know, for us new guys like us, you know, once, once we realize things like, you know, they do wear out quicker when you do acro, the lines, 
Um, keep, keep track of your hours. And if you feel that, you know, it's just not, it's not uh, inflating right, it's just a little bit off, send mm -hmm. it in to, to someone, get the lines checked. It doesn't cost that much and it could save your life. You do I fly have, with the reserve though, right? I mean, I, 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 uh, I got a 110 um, uh, B BGD uh, reserve. So yeah, I, I absolutely. Um, that was like the first thing that I was on my list. So um, that's uh, the, one of the first installations I did on my new pair of Jet Maverick. So yeah, absolutely. Um, my buddy Hammer, he got a steerable one. So um, again, Noah here at the Epic Paramotor, I mean, he hooked us up with both reserves, both units. I mean, all our wings. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I, I can't say enough. I mean, to, to be a new person into this, you know, whole sport, it's not the cheapest thing. And there's a lot of trust involved. I mean, I, uh, I, again, willingly just sent a whole bunch of money and with receiving no product and, you know, a promise on whim and showing up to a school without having meeting anybody. And it's like, perfect, you know, here's, here's my 40 grand, send me everything. And, and, and next thing you know, it was like, wow, this is awesome. Oh, I say it wasn't like that for just me. I mean, there, there was four of us that went to the school. So, um, um, it's not like that. Just get into it. I mean, um, I so stoked with having a reserve. It gives you that extra confidence too. And I got to ask, so when you threw your reserve, what reserve did you throw? And uh, like, were you able to like repack it, reuse it? Or is just like, now that one's thrown away, get another one? Oh, uh, no, 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 they can be repacked. Absolutely, yeah. I had a, an advanced uh, companion, one, 140, 160, I think. I'd have to... That's a 160 because it's like way too big for me. But that was good. It turned out good because I had a, a slower sink rate. Freeze up. And uh, yeah, I landed in a cornfield, which also kind of padded the landing a little bit. Don't think the farmer was too happy about that. But <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I uh, actually they have a, a how-to on Advance's uh, website of how to repack it them yourself. So I actually okay. went through and after I pulled all the uh, – Ears of corn and all the corn husks out of it. They were everywhere, man. But uh, I had to clean that out and untangle all the lines. You'd be surprised how tangled your lines get when you go down like that. Wow. The lines were everywhere. But I went through and I um, untangled all the lines and I actually refolded it myself just so that I would know how to do it. And then I sent it in to get professionally folded just because I didn't want to take any chances. But um, it was nice to have that experience, I guess. Um, That's good to know. That's yeah. Good to know. Huh. You know what else? Skitty uh, you know Chef what? Shane in the chat. You need to jump on, man. Skitty Chef Shane. Shout out. I'm, I'm here. I'm just waiting what? for everybody. Oh, stop what's up? I saw him in the chat. I was like, where's he at? Everybody was asking about you, Shane. Where you Wait, been? I, I had I had things. I my house is uh, awry. It's it's um tore up from the floor up literally. Um, I had some I had tile or my wood flooring got wet and uh, so oh, it's just such a long story. Oh my god. So anyways, I have some guys tiling my floor and they were supposed to be done this weekend and they're not. 
Nice. nice. I like that. A beer just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> it's a wait, beer. Wait, for it. wait, wait for it. Honey, where's my koozie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get copyrighted with advertising beer on here. <laughs> oh, you threw it on the ground. Next time, hand it to me gently. No, she's gonna throw it. Gonna throw it at your head, Shaney. Right. Yeah, with, she's gonna forget to put the beer or uh, the beer yeah. in the koozie and throw it at me. Yeah. Anyways, so I, I, my whole house is destroyed right now, and and oh, we've been living in the camper on the side of the house, which the dogs don't understand because we're supposed to go camping, and then we left them <laughs> in the backyard, and they're like, "Hey, we're not camping; we're in the backyard." Yeah. Then they want to go in the house. It's it's just a nightmare, dude. Oh. But, I could I do it myself? Yes. Do I want to? No. So I'm paying somebody. And anyways, long story short, because the house is such a ray and everything, we went, went my wife and I went out to dinner and and had to discuss some business things. And here we are. Sorry I'm late. No problem. We're okay. ready to we're ready to to stop streaming and, and leave. No, no, I'm just yep. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the content is shot now. So you know, Sean, I had one for you that I wanted to share. Um, especially for people getting new into the industry. Uh, having bought like uh we bought early, I say that we bought two paramotor a uh, pair of jet paramotors and uh and this whole four to six week like wait period, you know, like you're all excited for your new toys showing up. Um, mine took almost nine weeks and it was like rather unfortunate. And I was blown away with a, I got a phone call from Italy, like direct from uh, Parajet where, where they explained to me like uh, how there was like a random process that was getting pulled over there with some shipping things and, and they literally like went above and beyond. I mean, I was not expecting to have like a factory call me, you know, like check up on stuff. So, I mean, having dealt with all types of factories in the motorcycle industry and, and dealt with, you know, like KTM, a long list of factories and, and blown away with, uh, with, with, I mean, things like that with backups, uh, with, with, with calling up and, um, especially like aviator and, uh, um, in Florida, I mean, like, I wasn't expecting to get, like, a call from Jeff there, too. I mean, and, and Eric, I mean, I, it's just kind of crazy. I, uh, it's pretty rad. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked with how many cool people in this industry really want to make sure everyone's out flying and, and get their cool toys. So, so what, what's your, what's your next trip that you plan on uh, taking? Um, there is the, I'm going to run up to the 40 out of Flagstaff and there's the, uh, that, uh, giant hole in the ground there. Um, so after finding the copper mine and going to the bottom of that one, but you know what, let's go find another hole and try that one out. So there's Where the you going, meteor crater? Yeah, I'm going to go hit the, the meteor crater just outside of Flagstaff. Yeah. Can you, can you fly down in that? I mean, is that legal? If you yeah, don't get caught. I'm going to check a few things. I don't necessarily know. I, I, again, um, I, it's on, that's on my path. That uh, will be there in roughly three days. I have not read the rules of what the fly area is over there yet. Um, I'm, I 100% do my research. I can tell you that. So, um, 
We're gonna find out. We're gonna see. I mean, I, I have greater than the one we were watching earlier. Say it again. Is that a different crater than we were watching earlier? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Meteor, Meteor Crater is a huge crater near Winslow, Arizona. Correct. Oh. Right outside of Winslow, Arizona, just off the 40. And um, it's just a giant meteor crater. And um, yeah, the one I was in earlier is a copper mine. Um, oh, that's not a, it's not a meteor type. No. Uh, it's not a national park, but I think it's like a national historic site or something like that meteor crater so i'm sure they have regulations about flying in it yeah I tucker flew, tucker what flew over it, it or around right it or something and he flew right over the middle i watched his video of it i mean that's another thing too i like being able to study other people's videos so you can kind of like see where they launch from see where they're flying around you just kind of study that so you kind of like already have the perspective of where you're going um makes it a little easier for landmarks things like that so yeah, looking forward to it. Hey, real quick, we need a uh, screen. A thumbnail. Uh, wait, thumbnail, yeah. Wait, thumbnail. Okay, wait. Wait, wait. So we're going to do a thumbnail real quick. We're going to do a, a picture. Oh, take that thumbnail away. Do we have to show our thumbnails? I can't, I can't get them turned <laughs> my that thumbnails? way. All right, ready? <laughs> Look One, at Shane. <laughs> One, two, three, cheese. Cool. Perfect. You guys are so cute. We try to be. You are JP. Oh, to be the cutest. You're so sweet, Linda. You're a good liar, brother. You're a good liar. <laughs> so I can. I'll say this within the within the next month. I will have uh, like uh, there's a there's a cool lake in, in Texas. I'll be flying over here for a few weeks. I'll be hitting the plane graveyard right here uh, next to. Uh, next to my place. Um, I'll be doing the racetrack at Indy Motorsports and just jamming the whole thing. I actually have a lap timer I'll be putting on my foot. So as you cross start finish line, I'll be, I'll be timing myself to see what I can do as a lap time. What I'd really like to do out of Indy, since it's our own private fly area, drive area, uh, I mean, like it's a resort, it really is. It's a man cave of man caves. And um, I want a host of uh, a fly party out there. I think it'd be absolutely rad because it's, it's like nothing else. I mean, you can literally sit on top of the mountain in your own glass look around enclosure with its own little like a uh, uh, barbecue pit right there and you can watch everyone fly at the same level because you're sitting there mountain high and everyone's flying around the mountain and you can play on the racetrack and literally you'd be looking down on the people as they race the racetrack flying and it's it's walking distance right there it's oh my god so i i've got a really cool vision of uh hosting a very very fun fly party with uh race cars involved so it's going to be rad so when you're um, when you are ready to do this make sure you come back on the show yeah, and announce yeah. it to everybody to let us know okay like can i come absolutely i mean i'm looking forward to doing the deals here in march i mean on february i know they got like the um there's like two fly-ins like there's like the salt and sea one and there's one other one um because I'll be in Mexico doing a hill climb with uh, with my race team, um, the Barcon race team. We're doing a big international hill climb in Tecate, Mexico. Uh, it's like the longest, largest hill climb since Pikes Peak's closed, and we, motorcycles aren't allowed to race on Pikes Peak anymore. This is this is it right here. So we'll be I'll be able to fly the racetrack, which is cool, and then we'll be coming right back and hitting both. Uh, what is that, Motown and the. Um, and the salt and sea party, so it'll be rad. February is going to be one heck of a fly month. I've uh, I've actually wow. driven on the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 
Okay, um, so 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 you're thinking Indianapolis Motor Speedway in Indy. This is Indy Motorsports Ranch in Arizona, Wilcox. It is a private members-only race facility uh, that's like no other racetrack in the entire world. Gotcha. Totally a different place than the Brickyard. Okay, gotcha. Right. Actually, I was at the Brickyard this year. Uh, I kissed the bricks this year. Um, my boy, we, uh, we have actually... Uh, we set the lap record there for the Kawasaki Ninja 4 for the Junior Cup Moto America class. Um, yeah, it was up on the, our, we're on the podium this year. I, I love that place. It's a rad place. Heck yeah. So when That's you come awesome. over here and you hang out in Arkansas, there's also a boneyard that we can fly to um, over here. Awesome. Awesome. Looking but, forward to that. But I think that your area is a little bit more fun than my area <laughs> i think you totally beat this area over here well i mean it's arizona it's like okay i'm gonna wake up it's gonna be sunny it's gonna be warm it's gonna be nice what can i do today i can fly today like i mean it's like um yeah i've met this whole crew of like rc playing guys too right out here and it's rad they uh flying with those guys i mean uh, the one dude he's uh He's trying to convince me to stand on his wingtips on his RC plane. He's really good at flying, but I don't feel like my skills were quite there yet. Maybe after this weekend or next weekend. I mean, I just got a few more days maybe, and uh, we'll be trying something gnarly like that. Don't y'all get some super windy days in Arizona, man? I, I mean, I, I've been driving through there, and I swear it's 30 gusting 50 sometimes. Well, we get over boobs, and uh, we definitely get some wind. I mean, I'll tell, I know that dude, uh, you know, like Harley there, who was doing, like, the cross-country run. I mean, at one point, I think he was registering, like, 80 or 90 miles an hour with the wind or something. I mean, um, there is some wind out here, uh, especially during the day. I mean, I didn't fly tonight because it was so uh, – but it was – it was it wasn't just, like, the hard straight wind. It was uh, – it was tornado went out tonight. It was it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, I was pulling my camper through uh, eastern Arizona, headed south, and the wind out of the west was so bad that my camper was leaning at like fifteen degrees. Dude, I was. If you ever heard of white knuckles, I was white knuckles driving, man. I was not comfortable. That's awesome. <laughs> Sounds like the last time uh, when we finished in Laguna this year, I was driving out of Laguna Seca. And as I'm coming down, before you get to the five, uh, what is it, like the 240s? I don't know. I forget what road exactly was. Uh, five or seven 18-wheeler trucks tipped over in front yep. of me. Okay. In front of me, like, like they're in the fast lane, and they're taken up from the fast lane carving, and they end up being dragging off all the way onto the right side of the road. And then there was three or four oncoming that, tipped over the same way but they tipped over onto the median wall i'll tell you what me and my dog and my rv we were full pucker factor like it was it was one of the sketchiest things and because i mean i thought we were going to blow over in the rv with them too it was uh yeah it, it was a long trip but it was crazy so other than the spirals that you were talking about what other acro have you done have you done wing overs barrel rolls i mean what what, what else have you done that um I mean, just for like the PPG2 deal, like I learned how to do some big ears. That's actually pretty fun. I really enjoy throwing some big ears, um, uh, like on a descent, dropping down. Um, I have tried the wing overs and I don't 
I want to say I don't do them deep and I don't do them well. I have a lot to learn there. I'm not trying to push it quick. Um, um, I feel like I'm learning the outside control uh, and, and understanding that pressure. And I'm not trying to rush into that because uh, after, after my surge with the A drop, I feel like uh, with the A funnel, I feel like I'll ease into that one a little more, just not rush into that one. Um, I mean, I've been foot dragging water. I foot drag. Are you allowed to? I don't know if you're allowed to drag on a rain uh, on the on the train tracks or not, or 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 what. But I might have saw some people dragging their feet on train tracks. Um, uh, the barrel rolls. No, definitely haven't tried a barrel roll. But uh, what I guess I really like on my cross country deals, I there's a mountain right here next to us and I came in and I came in pretty I, I landed on the edge of the mountain and when I say this like there wasn't much of a deal and I ran over and right off the edge of the mountain so and just dropped down the other side uh that was pretty wicked um <laughs> uh I'm wow. getting really good at like spot landing deals so I mean like I really enjoy kind of doing like things like that like oh i know i can go right to there and then just take right off from there i mean like i've been dragging the top of my rv and like running across the top of my rv and things like that um just really control like low flying i've been doing some really cool uh going through like the ravines where when i say this like you're down in the wash inside the canyons and you're watching the edge of your wing because you might have within about 10 feet of the canyon edge on each side and you're just like jamming through the canyon and you're going in between like the bushes and you're like oh i'm gonna stick it in between that bush and my wing's gonna just fit in there and i'm gonna carve around this corner so i mean i feel like i'm single track riding on my you know my ktm but i'm That's like cool i can fit through there i've had one time where i clipped uh i clipped a uh um one of my one of my strings on my brake line um i might have my tip steer line but i clipped the line on uh on a uh, there's right here on the fly field on the lz right here uh there's a fly pole and i wanted to see really how close i could hook this fly yeah, pole yeah, yeah. i touched I it i did that on a field goal post once <laughs> the whole thing like dung. that's awesome yeah. nice. um but you never um, know how close you get until you, you know. Right? Exactly. I mean, I got. Have you ever gone up, filled your engine, and uh, landed? Go up and just shut it off and uh, spot land. Oh yeah, I've been working on that a lot. Uh, like from like okay. 1,500 feet. That's like one of my favorite. I want to say one of my favorite. I really enjoy the challenge of being a hit that. So so um, like at my LZ where I'm at up in Buckeye, uh, basically it's rad. You can hit the thousand foot 1200 foot uh j and like s it right into where you want to hit your spot or just float it in circle over and hit it um but once you shut that motor off i got this really cool like little uh i suggest everyone get a crazy shark magnet um and hook it for their throttle because i mean it's so rad you're you don't want your throttle or even if you're cruising you can like it's it just magnets your hand right to the throttle like uh your your wherever you hook the other side of the 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 magnet to it's a crazy sharp keychain magnet it's actually made for fly fishing um so 
with your cruise control, it's like uh, it's, it hooks your hand to to your arm and holds your hand there, and you it's just like having a magnet on your brake. You unclip it off, and oh man, it's got to be one of the most comfortable things. And so when you stow your throttle, you just kill your motor, hook it to the magnet, and right to the right to the brakes or tips or whatever you're doing to drop down. Um, yeah, I've been uh, I've been practicing that because I've been thinking, you know, like. I've got a lot of hours. Everyone says, you know, you're going to have a motor out. So I've been practicing, you know, like, all right, when it's going to happen, I'll be ready for it. No big deal. So I just shut it off. I practice hitting my marks. So it's, yeah. Now you say that you are, we, we talked before the show. And one of the things that you said is that you really go through your engine. You make sure that everything is tied down. And uh, uh, crazy shark. Yeah, dude, legit. You get the 899 one. Oh, yeah, 866. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely love those things. My God. Um, uh, need them for every throttle. It's, it's, I, I should probably get one for my phone and put a lanyard to it, but whatever. Um, um, wait, what did you just ask me? Because I got all crazy shark happy. I got, <laughs> No problem. Uh, before the show, you said that you went through your motor and you make sure that oh, yeah. everything's tied down. And so you don't have an engine out because you know that you could have an so, engine out, so especially down I, the bottom. That Exactly. So again, with like my whole, I prep bikes for Moto America for multiple different people and all types of, uh, even outside of there. So, you know, if someone's going to trust their life to go massive lean angle at massive speed and they're expecting me to be able to give them a safe unit, um, and this thing going to last, uh, I do the same thing for my paramotor. So like we put your spark plug on, I mean, a lot of people are just like put their spark plug cap on and that, that spark plug wires just like kind of coming over and they have that cool little attachment. Well, if you really do it right, you can actually safety wire that deal down. So it never comes off. Like doesn't, there's no, you physically it is impossible for this thing to come up. I don't care if the internal piece vibrates out, it can't come up. It, it, it's impossible. I mean, uh, so like when you're racing Daytona 200 and things like that, I mean, you can't have anything vibrate loose. I mean, I, I've, I safety wire battery bolts down on my, you know, race bikes and things where it's like nothing can vibrate loose. So I even have like a smoker on, I mean, I have things safety wired off to where, uh, it works really good to where, um, you can visually see it, especially with a safety wire. Uh, so nothing will fall off like that. Um, plus it gives you that extra peace of mind. Like I touched it. I know nothing can happen. Uh, the paint is cool. The orange paint and everything, but I mean, even with, with like the air box, the little strap deal with like their whatnots. Um, I felt a little better just putting, putting a little extra on with like the, 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 the wider T clamp and, uh, um, just kind of upgrading a few minor things like with the spring on the throttle instead of just having like a push uh you can actually put a a a, uh, a bolt clip and what i mean by that is it's a little metal clip with a safety wire hole in it and also a bolt hole so you pull out one of your uh one of your intake bolts for your manifold and you put this little tab on and you put that bolt back in and now you can hook a spring from the outside of your throttle that actually pulls your throttle versus having a spring to try and push it open because a spring pushing open doesn't work. You do the same thing on like clutch levers and rear brakes and stuff like that for road racing. 
So there's a lot that just transfers right over. And it's like, also I build two strokes. I, I can't even tell you how many two, I'm a two stroke, I want to say Matt guru. It's crazy. I really, I'm, I know a lot. I know too much. I forgot a lot about it as well. It's, uh, and so um, I really, I, it's nice that I can set my friends up. I was able to teach a few things. I mean, to, to the school here. I mean, these are three shoe clutches, just like on any little dirt bike that you get all the way across the nation. And when I say this, every kid in the nation that's running any like little, uh, little KTM dirt bike or point, they're all the same three shoe clutch. So it's like, I know how to fix it. I know how to adjust it. Like the whole belt operations, the same as running Ducati. It's like, it's actually the same tuning pattern where you got to like hold your deal next to it, make sure you're in a quiet area and tune it. It's like, so it shocks me of how much everything is like a motorcycle. And it's all easy for me. It really is. I mean, it was fun to be able to teach my teachers something. Um, and not only motor-wise, check this out, ready? I was able to even teach them like, um, there was a deal where I had to turn around with all my, with all my lines and all my risers and everything. And I, I was crossed one way and I wanted to be able to turn to a forward from crossed without inflating. And most people are like, you have to like unwind and every, or unclip. And I showed them like, no, I like put my lines together and I would like throw them over my head and turn. And then I was lined up perfect for forward without and doing any inflation. He's like, well, that's a cool technique. And I, he's like, you got to do it three times in a row, basically, for it to be a technique. And so, all right, check this out. And, uh, yeah, it's a great technique. I was pretty stoked to show a teacher a technique. I can't wait to see your how-to videos in the future. Yeah, I got, like, how to fix an RV, how to fix a motor. Yeah, I got a few funny ones. So funny. Definitely the how to upgrade your paramotor to make it a little bit safer. Um, I hope you do those because I'll definitely be watching those. Oh, awesome. Right. How to attach your dog properly. And uh, yeah, I, I will. I, it's, it's pretty rad. I can't wait to, cause I'll be doing a top end here soon. I feel like, and um, I mean, I ordered a top end kit for my setup already. And uh, what's wild, you know, I didn't even realize this, but about 20 years ago, um, there was a two gentlemen, like uh, two Mexican folk, uh that came into the shop and they had a Husaberg motor and they begged us to make it um for their for their paramotor and it was a it was a uh it was a trike paramotor and um it was a single cylinder uh single cylinder 450 cc what was it 550 cc it was a big Husaberg motor and I mean I was blown away like it actually, I didn't even think about it back then, but it made me like reckon since I've been flying, it totally took me back to, 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 to then. And like my um, buddy Barry that owned the shop, you know, he was even asking, he's like, hey, are those guys still around in the industry? You know anyone running a, a Husaberg motor on those or building? I'm like, well, that is so old school, but that's, that's actually funny. That's 20 years ago, I could have been into this. Man, I missed out. Interesting. I know that you said that you flew up to 5,000 feet. What's the highest you've gone so far? Uh, that was the highest I've been. Um, I cannot wait to jump to 12, 13,000. I mean, I've jumped 13,000 plenty of times, um, but uh, I'm looking forward to flying there and just chilling. Uh, here in Flagstaff, too, I mean, 
Um, I feel like, uh, you know, a hypox is not a big deal. I go snowboarding at 12, 13,000 feet up here in Flagstaff quite a bit. I mean, you have to, you get off the lift at like 11,000 and you have to hike up to the top of the mountain to keep snowboarding down. So um, it's going to be quite the adventure I'm looking forward to. I want to get a little bit better of a fly computer. Um, I was looking at the Garmin 570T or was it the 750T? See, that's where my dyslexia, my dyslexia kicks in. Um, I think it was a 750T or something. But I'm, I'm going to pick up a nice Garmin tracker. So uh, I've got some really cool flights I already got planned. And I cannot wait to jump really high. That's interesting. But you also said, too, that, you're gonna be, that you go to almost all the states. So in 2021, are you going to be hitting all 48 uh, lower states and flying in them? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. 110%. You're driving every one of them. Um, anybody else on the panel have any questions? If you're anywhere in this country, please don't be shy hitting me up. I don't care if it's got to do with motorcycles or, or paramotors. I am down for, I'm really good at cooking and I'm down for hanging out. I, I, I enjoy sharing my passion with everybody. I travel with my motorcycle. I usually have a grom on back so I can train anyone at any time, anywhere, any parking lot. And um, do not be shy hitting me up, man. I, I, I break down here and there. I mean, uh, one of the fun things I like doing is I drive a 99 Chevy Chalet 454 RV with 220, 5,000 plus miles on it and I'm not shy of sending it and this thing I mean I can't wait to retire this thing and get a better one but all my friends have all these you know nice 200,000 plus dollar hammers got a hammer travels in a luxury machine so hey man I, I, I got a, I got a classic truck I want to show you look, look over my my left my right shoulder here now you're talking dude so I fly yeah. paramotors I put my paramotor in the back of that truck and I went and flew it with some new buddies yesterday that's awesome. But, I like rise, man. You got to look us up on Facebook, man. Like I said, we need to stay in touch. Uh, when you come here, we fly. When I come there, same thing. I mean, I make everything an adventure. I mean, I literally, like, when I'm driving somewhere, usually something happens to me while I'm driving there. So there's an adventure while I go there. I get there, something happens. There's an adventure. I mean, I, I really do live just like, fun moment to fun moment and even when there's a bad moment you just find the funness out of it and it's fun i mean i can tell you some of the best times i've had are breaking down on the side of the road somewhere i can it's, it's yeah it's fun life all right well um we've been we've been chatting for wow two hours that's that's oh, pretty darn amazing um anybody in the chat anybody in the chat have any questions before we head on out and uh anybody on the panel have any questions for um for either hammer or gilly where can we look you up man i mean do you have a youtube channel yeah absolutely on my youtube you can find me at dustin apgar my name and uh, i'm on my facebook facebook's kind of hard because i think i'm maxed out at like 5,000 or something. I need to get like a start another one for my dog. But my Instagram, um, I'm on the gram at my name again, Dustin Aftar. And uh, I'm definitely going to be starting something for uh, for my dog, Cassie, my pair of griffin. I mean, she's a, she's a wire-haired griffin and they're 
she's kind of a rare breed and she's so she's she's i don't want to say human like but man she's got so much personality it's amazing i mean um for her to be jumping in my seat in my paramotor like take me flying jumping on my motorcycle sit in my seat saying take me riding um uh, the my dog pushes for adventure just like i do so um we're always into it man so please please hit me up um you know follow me or just find me and let's go on adventure together we got a bio in the description down below and all of your links that you sent me are down below. So if you guys want to find them, make sure you find them. There's a couple of dot coms too that you told me to put down there. What are the dot coms that you want me to put down there? Um, definitely no, put up the no, uh, put up the, air, the epicparamotor.com. I mean, please, please, you know, like the school here is amazing. Uh, Noah and Nick Rochette, I can't, when I say this, man, I mean, I've been around a lot of instructors, especially in the motorcycle community. It's really nice to have somebody that knows themselves, knows what you need to learn, steers you in the right deal, and doesn't just talk about themselves or whatever and promote wrong things. I mean, I, I man, awesome. Epicparamotor.com, rad, I'll tell you this. Uh, uh, you please, got the Moto America? Out. Please come check out Moto America next year. Okay, we're going to be flying all over the country. We have 10 races. We're all over ESPN. We're on Fox Sport Network. Okay. Also, be prepared to come out. Check out IndyMotorsportsRanch.com. I, like I think it's IndyMotorsportsRanch.com, but it's IndyMotorsportsRanch in Wilcox, Arizona. I promise you I'm going to throw the gnarliest fly party. I mean, I've flown, I've, I've thrown some really fun parties out there for track days. I've had my birthday party there for almost seven years in a row. My last one, I had over a hundred people, over 60 riders on the track, over a hundred people for my birthday party. So let's throw a serious fly party. We can all race the racetrack flying around. There's, there's the Winchester mountains. So I promise you check me out, check us out out there too. Um, in Wilcox at Indy and, uh, and when's your birthday? August 24th. Clear yes, that weekend. Sir. Yes, sir. Exactly. And we have a gun range right there uh, as well. I mean, we have it all. It's crazy. So um, please find me next year. Don't be shy. Oh, he's far away. I'm in a different state. No, I promise you. I'm going to be coming through that state. So just, just hit me up. Sounds good. Anybody else have any questions before we you wrap anything up? There's Hammer. What's up, Hammer? Hammer 213, okay. And also, um, also, let me just give you a quick quick little deal. Okay, so for Barcon Racing, my race team, all right, we deal a lot with, there you go. Let's see if I can get it in. There's your report of this project, okay? Right. Big sponsor of ours, Wounded Warriors Project. So please, I mean, these guys, well, I mean, like, the whole resurgence team with uh, with 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 Wounded Warriors, I think that's awesome. Um, plus, I'm huge in promoting this for for our race team. So, and uh, oh yeah, Hammer would definitely like to say he's an old broken man, and you have to carry these things around, okay? And these things wear you out, all right? And so, what you need, I will tell you this right now, you all need a Turptastic stick. Uh, this is unbelievable when you're worn out. And you just can't move anymore. That's a lot of pajamas. This, 
is unreal right here. So please check out Terptastic because this right here, this also helps us race. But at the same point, it's a pain stick. It's a rub-on pain stick. And oh my God, no, it's nothing like your Ben Gay. This is the Terptastic. It's yeah, it's really strong. It's uh, it's amazing. Muscles, bones, worn out. It's a CBD derivative. Like I need to go fly right now. I can't move my arms. I rub this on my neck sore. I put this on my neck. It's like, boom. So yeah, check it out, please. All righty. Well, we're going to be going to an after party. Normally, we do the after party here, but we decided that. Uh, we're going to make our own after party. Uh, it's a different, um, it's a different meeting idea. I just posted it in the chat. So if you want to go there, we're going to be jumping there in just a moment, and we are going to kill the live stream and go to a private after party where we can talk about everything. And the swear jar is off the table. Oh hell, effing yes! I swear, all the time. I've been uh, Moto America told me that I've been bleeped out more than any racer in their entire history because I always cuss. I get excited and I cuss online all the time or on air all the time. I think you did I pretty good tonight. I, th I think you did pretty good. I'm not very PC, like I said. I'm kind of. Uh, you did I'm good. An, I'm an old man, dude. I don't care. Like I'm, I pay for this shit myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you can't pay me to say not say the f word well we appreciate you not dropping the f-bombs on on the podcast <laughs> yeah, it was fun, man we appreciate you inviting us man this I is mean, rad this is I awesome mean, we've only been doing this for like i mean me like maybe two weeks and him like maybe a month and you know we're gonna accelerate we're gonna be you know part of this uh whole movement i mean i think that having guys like us doing this and showing a lot of people and exposing paramotoring to the community is amazing and it's a thrill that i can't even explain like people ask me and i'm like i can't even explain how intense it is like there's this like fear but like you overcome it and then once you're up like it's so exhilarating and so beautiful and like so in control i mean these machines are just so dialed like i can't even explain how cool it is like I mean, like I said, I've been racing motorcycles for 17 years, and it's the first thing that I've done that has made my balls go into my mouth. <laughs> I mean, literally, like 20 years. Like, like I don't. I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, that feeling of like you're nuts in your mouth. Like, I mean, that's the feeling. Like, because of all the adrenaline, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the dump after, like after I'm done when I land. And it's all over. I've never had an adrenaline dump like this in my life. Like racing is one thing, but this literally is like an adrenaline dump. I'm like, I want to pass out after like 30 minutes of flying. I'm like, all right, time to go to sleep. I'm so tired. I'm so sleepy. Like I can't like, it's crazy, man. I've never had an adrenaline dump like this. Maybe it's the fear. This is, this is there's so, there, so you think that there's more adrenaline in flying paramotors than racing at a hundred and some miles an hour? I mean, I've been doing racing for 20 years. I've only been doing this for 20 days. So, I mean, give me a month and then I'll talk to you. I mean, I've been 216 plus mile an hour on official inside of one mile on an airstrip on my turbo bike that I built with a 50 mile an hour side breeze gusting to 70. That was gnarly. All right. So I've been 230 plus mile an hour on a motorcycle as well. I've been 170 plus in cars i've done 
uh, I mean, I've, I've cliff dove from, you know, 100 plus 100 feet. feet yeah. I'm really good at cliff diving. I've done, uh, well, I was, a, I, was a, I, was a, I was on a scout sniper team in the Army. Uh, and when I was, I was airborne, I mean, I've jumped on all types of things, you know, at night, Blackhawks, whether or not. I've done a lot of wild, wild things. I mean, this is, dude. Yeah, it's cool. this is the one, man. It definitely is intimidating. Like I said, like to like get the nuts to like send it and just like pin an engine to push you up into the sky is really impressive. Like I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I raced 180, 90 horsepower motorcycles at 190, 200 miles an hour, and this is different. This is like it's naturally not supposed yeah. to happen so your body like shuts down like my body's like nope you're not supposed to be doing this like right. don't do this don't do this like naturally you shouldn't like mentally and naturally you shouldn't be doing this and so it's I mean, hard to break that barrier of, <laughs> i need to fly into the sky now and like trust yeah, 25 this. miles an hour it you, you get the adrenaline rush that's that's yeah. pretty amazing well, I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, what's crazy too. It's like when you're flying the paramotor, I feel like, uh, I feel like I like flying close to things too. And like wedging yeah, yeah, through yeah. the gap, like doing especially the- since like, cause when you're racing a motorcycle, <laughs> I mean like at Daytona, let's say for instance, racing my R1, you'd be on the bank, coming off the bank, you'll go from 180 to 200 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour. And you're yeah, rubbing but- elbows, you're rubbing shoulders and you're literally, you're battling. <laughs> you might be three, four five guys. You might have one, you know, three, four inches in front of you. You got one dude literally touching your arm on the one side of you. And you got someone trying to draft around the outside. And it's like, okay, we're going to shoot this gap at umpteen speed. And you have to control this brake pressure with lean angle and add all this. And it's really close to the same. I mean, we have to control brake pressure, lean angle, and speed. Like, but we're in the air now. I get my own racetrack at free will. I want to turn. I'm like, I literally, I. I make so many cool racetracks in my head and on the ground. It's oh my god! You have, you, have you ever have you ever flown so close to a hay bale that you decided to kick it? No <laughs> 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 oh, comment. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, you you weren't here, but he already played the video. Oh, well, oh yeah. Hey, no, it's all good, man. Oh, it's classic right there, dude. I'm, so I'm sorry I'm late. I really am. I, I missed the whole show, but I had things. But and it, was cool. <laughs> it was cool that Dustin actually knew about Brian because he, he saw the video. Oh, oh, oh great. I, I got to crash into something for people to know me. Great. <laughs> oh, man. So, oh, man. Uh, any questions in the chat? Any questions? Can you want to see something funny? Yeah, we, we got one question in the chat from Greg Taylor. Says, Where can I buy uh, Terptastic? Oh. So you can go for the Terptastic um, right to the website. And uh, they're asking for the Terptastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ConquestCBD.com. Um, Terptastic is the, the product. It's a rub-on. So it is a CBD product. Yeah, yeah. It's a rub-on lidocaine-based topical like hot icy hot and it is so good it it numbs and soothes it initially and then after you're done the cbd and the eucalyptus and all the other like natural i mean it's 100 percent edible you can literally chew on the stick if you wanted to uh sounds appetizing 
does its thing. I don't really know all the science, man, but I know that it works because I mean, I race motorcycles. I'm 41 years old and I'm not a spring chicken. The so. whole race community comes through his RV and picks these, picks these up. I mean, it's, it's crazy how many people actually use these to keep racing throughout the weekend. Um, and and, and again, that's, that's through like the conquest CBD. Perfect. I'm trying to find it on Cameron? Amazon. It's on Amazon. Is that on Amazon or is it direct? Yeah, no, I'm no, looking no. for it. Oh, it's not on Amazon. So direct through Conquest CBD. It's not an Amazon product. So, so ConquestCBD.com. Yep. 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 Yeah. Comquest. Con. Con. Conquest. C O N Q U E S T. C O N Q U E S T conquestcbd.com. Then it asks you if you are old enough to 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 go to this site. Okay, I'm I'm there. That's pretty cool. 18. Yeah, you have to be 18. Uh, and the product is the Terp Stick. Their website is really ghetto right now. They're like kind of working on revamping it. Eventually, it'll be cool. But at least you can order the product if you want to. If you want to order it directly through me, that's fine too. You can. Oh you, ha you, oh, you have it yourself. Where, sh where should we go to order it through you then? Um, follow my Instagram or my Facebook, which is 213hammer. And if you private message me and want something, I can send it to you directly. I get a bunch of cases of them for, through my sponsorship. So uh, it, it helps. It, helps it totally for, helps pay for us to go racing and pays for us to, to, to get to races. Because the way the whole sponsor deal works is, They'll send him a nice product, and uh, he's able to basically sell it off so that it'll pay for tires and and fuel sponsor for us to get around. So it helps. If you if you go back to episode like thirty eight of this show on Sean Simon's PPG uh, uh, YouTube channel, you'll see Brooke Sheffield, and uh, we interviewed him. He's a PPG pilot, trained at Aviator, and he's like y'all, man. He's sending it. You know, he's he's got several, a couple hundred hours already. But he's in North Carolina. He's a commercial hemp grower. And uh, okay. so he's got all the CBD products and stuff. He was really digging into the science of it on our show. It was pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what we do, too. Yeah, big time. And like, uh, yeah, there's a True North Trading Company I, I deal with um, out of Vermont and a uh, big CBD company. And um, I, I helps out a lot. So I, I, I do that as well on the side. So um, awesome. Yeah. So here, I got to show you this. I think Hammer had a little fun on your show tonight. The whole bottle? Yeah, I killed it. Wow. Nice. While well, 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 watching your be show, well, well, being on the show, that's I, awesome. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a good half yeah, full. We've been splitting it. It was a good half full. That orange cup I was sipping on had some whiskey in it. I've had a long weekend, man. I'm on vacation, baby. <laughs> I haven't been drinking yeah. him. I, I just uh, went to your Instagram and sent you a message saying I want some of that turbtastic. You do. Oh, cool. I promise oh, you do. Sweet. Nice. Nice. I'll add you. I'll get you added in. Cool beans, man. Cool beans. Because I'm, I'm an old man, too. I'm a grandpa. I, have, I think I have more ailments than you. No, you said you're 43. <laughs> no, no, that's the other dude. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 40, I'm 43. No I'm, no, I'm in my 50s. I'm a grandpa. I got a I'm couple fun. of grandkids All in right. me right now. Hey, give me a break. You're so that's old, awesome. grandpa. Well, how about you, Grandma? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, how old are you, Grandma? Ah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it out there right now. I'm going to put you it out there. Asked it. I am 65. Wow. I would have thought you were my age. I like this at 65. I thought, I thought you were you my were age. 
You look like 21. I don't know. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I like the Christmas hat too. That's awesome. I know. I know. I had this. I yep. cowboy hat. Yeah. I added all you guys on Instagram and I appreciate you letting us come on and bullshit with you guys. And oh, like yeah. I said, this is kind of new and we're really stoked to like kind of promote the sport and have fun and, you know, get people into this. And, and we're really pumped, man. I mean, we've been having a blast. This is like kind of taking over our lives in the last couple months and uh, we love it, man. I mean, obviously Dustin's kind of like taking a step forward and like his, I have no problem dragging these guys along because we ain't dragging it through mud, man. We're dragging it through air. So that's cool. Yeah, that's all right. Exactly. We're well, still sto stories like yours are the reason that Sean started this show is uh, to spotlight new paragliding pilots. And, uh, you know, I was only a, a six month pilot when I broke my leg. So they, they highlighted mine. Uh, but yeah, you know, guys like you getting into the sport new that are descending it and uh you know making it look easy you know we want to talk to you so we can all learn from you how to how we did it wrong <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie i've had my struggles i mean like i said i'm scared of heights so for me to like get off the ground and be comfortable it's taken me a good six or seven flights before i was comfortable enough to launch without like shit in my pants and then we had to have some really good talks some talks you know don't think about anything bad only think the good think it's the a good. yes 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 yeah, yeah. like it's being confident confidence being confident makes a huge huge difference in the sport like you know when you go out there and you're pumped to get up in the air and there's decent wind and everything's going good and you nail the launch and you nail the landing it's really confidence inspiring to like do it again i mean people get scared i'm not gonna lie like fly through the sky at thousands of feet and shoot to the ground and try and pull some fucking strings to land is like come on man like it's not easy dude oh, like, he says strings too by the way i broke a string as well and uh, i replaced it myself on my own shoot and it actually was pretty not like not bad at all yeah. i had a uh and you know it's wild okay so here you go i had a i had a misinflation early and uh, no, was it a missing? No, I came in and landed, and right as I landed, the wind turned 180, and so I got down, but the the strings got in my my um my motor before I could shut it off, and uh, I stretched one of my cords to where the sheathing came off, but the inner cord was still good. I flew on that for four more days. Four more days before my replacement <laughs> line showed up. So. My, my brake line had this six inch gap of color in it from where the sheathing was gone. It was just bare internal nylon. nylon. And uh, it was a little sketch, but still, I mean, so I know what it's like to stretch a line and replace a line. That was cool. I learned that. I broke a prop and replaced a prop. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're learning. We're having our fun. I mean, it's cool. Like I said, it's, if you do everything right, I feel like it's really comfortable and I feel safe. and I'm taking what my time. Dustin's got a bigger sack than I do, so he's pushing the limits a little bit. But uh, I'm, I'm going to suggest one thing: the way you guys go, maybe you need two reserves. I'm just saying. Funny <laughs> side. You know what? I actually mentioned that because I watched the dude throw two reserves recently, and and you know what? After he had both of his reserves out, uh, all three ended up inflating, and he had all three inflated. So I don't know about two reserves, but it was still cool. I appreciate you guys inviting me on. Uh, 
it was awesome. And hey, real real quick, uh, Craig Taylor said he didn't see um, your uh, your stick there. That the derp stick. He, yeah, he, he didn't see. Oh, yeah. uh, Hold on. Well, while he's getting that real quick, um, anybody on the panel needs to go. I know that we've been going way too long. Everybody yeah, I'm getting ready to sign off, Sean. I, I'm, right, I'm going to head out. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for joining us and helping us out. We appreciate you. Well, hey, guys, I got a bail. Peace. Hey, hey bail. I love it. meeting you, man. Awesome meeting you. Yeah, awesome meeting all you guys. Hey, you too, guys. We'll catch up later. So we can go hail, you know, go hit some uh, ba bails of hay again. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, jump with a few. I'll bounce off yeah. Peace out, guys. Peace out. So here we go. On the Conquest CBD, let's see if I can get their address in here. It's conquestcbd.com. Oh, and of course, it's going to be backwards because I'm filming it. Oh, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> conquestcbd.com. I went there and um, I saw it. But just like you said, you know, go over to 213 Hammer on um, Instagram and uh, get it through Hammer, right? Correct. You can get it right through Hammer, and it totally helps us out. Um, where is the? Yes, full CBD stick totally helps out Hammer with uh, with being able to get around the country and race. So, amazing stuff. I mean, I I can't even. It just wipes right on nice. It's just a and rub you on. It, you said it tastes good too. Huh? <laughs> no, it actually does. It's not. It's like a. Kind of nice flavors. I don't know. It's like a. It's weird though. It's like a, I don't know. Like you don't eat it, but I mean you can. <laughs> it's actually the first time I tasted it. It's weird. It's it's dude. It's so awesome though. My God. I mean I put it on everything. I really do. Like well, I wouldn't say everything, but gotcha. it will hurt. Or make everything numb. And it's hot and numb. It's weird. It's it's. It's like the icy hot. You said it's like the Bengay, but but better. Yeah, it's not like a Bengay. It's way different and better. It's yeah. I after like a hard, hard day or two of riding, usually after two straight days of riding, you need to go race on day three and you like hit the ground. You take a little bath in this stuff and you're ready to go. Nice. So, so what is what does a stick like that cost? Real quick. Um, I, uh, Hammer usually sells them for forty bucks a stick. I think they retail for like 70 bucks a stick or something, 70 or 80. And he usually just sells them for $40 a stick. Gotcha. And they last me. I mean, my, I, I sent one to my mom. I sent one to Kim. I mean, like, I, yeah, I, they even hit my, my mom's off. Can you send me another? So legit. Um, I need to go meet up with Noah here and uh, finish up some PPG2 paperwork and head back to Buckeye, my friends. So I'm going to end up having to get running. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. You came on here and you gave us some uh, very interesting stories, which you did promise. Um, two and a half hours worth. That, that's a lot of yapping. Uh, that's a lot of talking. So we definitely appreciate you with that many stories. Wish you could do more. And we're going to be all going to the after show. Like I said, I placed the uh, meeting ID and the password. Uh, so we will see y'all in the after show. So thank you very much, Dustin. And uh, Jason, yes, thank you, guys. Gillian and Hammer, Gillian Hammer, we appreciate you. <laughs>
Yeah. Well, we all have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. We know where to find you. Yeah, we right. know where to find you. We know where to find you. <laughs> Hopefully, I see you all soon. All right. All right. Be safe. Later. Thank you. All right. Now it's time to head on over to the after show. We'll see you in a minute, guys. We got lucked here. <laughs> now, now we're all going to the after party. So sign out oh. of here and uh, go to the after party. Okay. All right. We'll see y'all. Well, thank you very much for listening to our two and a half hour podcast with Gillian Hammer and and the gang. If you want to listen to us live and be on the chat, just go over to ClearProp TV every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And you can be on our super chat. You can chat with the guests, chat with us. And we also have an awesome after party that we go to and yap the night away as long as you want to it's a great after party if you just want to listen to us because you have other things to do like not watch us no problem just go to paratalk.org listen to us on your favorite podcast app thank you again for listening and we will see you next monday when we have an awesome guest um it, it's a secret right now but don't worry if you go to clearproptv.com that's our facebook page like that We'll let you know more about that very soon. See you next Monday. Fly safe.